0: Hi, welcome to episode 50 of Talk About the Passion. I'm your host, Christian Campagna, and on this episode I talk with Glenn Stilfen. The name of this episode is American Town, and it's named after a song by the band The Freeze off of their perfect record, Land of the Lost. Glenn plays bass in the Boston-based band Northern Skulls, and he's been around the music scene here for over 30 years, starting out at age 16, playing in Gangrene, in what I think is their best era, the another Wasted Night era. His older brother, Chuck, was also a member of Gangrene. Glenn talks about what his life leading up to joining that band, as well as him and his brother leaving Gangrene and everything in between that. Glenn is a great storyteller, and we spend a good chunk of this almost two-hour conversation talking about his time in Gangrene. His current band, Northern Skulls, are an amazing band that you should definitely check out if you haven't. That band is fronted by Jonah Jenkins, who uh, was also on this podcast a while back. And you might know him from uh, Only Living Witness, Milligram, *Milltown*, and uh, Raw Radar War, who are still active. Glenn tells me about how that band came together and gets pretty deep into their songwriting process and uh, some of their future plans, which are actually pretty cool. This was definitely a great conversation, and I'm glad Glenn made the trek down here to talk to me. I usually have like a notebook or a piece of paper that has notes and questions on it, and that kind of thing. And uh, I literally didn't even look down at it for this, so... Uh, And although it's just a number and doesn't hold any real significance, this is the 50th episode of this podcast So it was nice to have this episode as number 50 Like I said recently on here, I wasn't happy with the fact that I only released 10 episodes last year I'm planning on more than doubling that this year as well as redoing the area where I record these Which is basically my dining room that I never dine in So hope to turn it into some sort of little comfortable studio spot for guests and myself With that said, if you or someone you know would like to be on an episode of this podcast, please reach out to me. You can contact me on social media. I'm on Facebook and Instagram, so feel free to contact me at either of those. You can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and most places you listen to podcasts at. If you're on Apple and you like what you hear, or hey, if you don't like what you hear, please give us a review and uh, subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Okay, I'll shut up now. Let's get to episode 50 with Glenn Stilfen, American Town. Thanks for listening. So I am here with Glenn Stilfen. Thank you for uh, making the trek down here. I, I appreciate it. We yeah. Tried a couple times during the Patriots season and uh this is the one time I was thankful that they didn't make it into the playoffs cuz we were able to uh <laughs> I, I live right near the stadium so it's kind of a pain to come down here on a Sunday. It is route ones interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Unpredictable. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> Um so where where did you grow up? Uh I
1: grew up in Hingham, Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh, mostly until I was probably um I think it was 14, my mother yeah. bailed out
0: and that's uh, south of Boston. South of Boston, yes. Yeah.
1: Um, I was a third of three kids, and I think my parents moved there when I was a, you know, an infant or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, then moved to Braintree, and then Brockton after that for a little while, and then uh, migrated into the, the city yeah. somehow, slowly. <laughs> yeah, Quincy. And, yeah. and then um, Alston. Mm-hmm. And from Austin, I went from Watertown. Yeah, and I'm going west. So now right. I'm in uh, uh, Arbondale, which is a section. Oh, all right. Yeah. Of Newton. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So now, uh, did you have music in the house when you were younger?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, my mother was uh, very cool. Yeah. Um, and she was uh, um, nice enough to let my brother's high school band play in our basement. Yeah. Um, and that's how it really st- all started. You know, like, you know they were like a high school cover band. Right. Uh, and, you know, not many parents were into that. Right. Sort of thing. So, you know, we, they put the, the mattresses on the doors <laughs> and all that stuff. Right. And they had this little rehearsal and, you know, I'm four years younger and I'm thinking this is the,
0: the, yeah. the See, coolest thing. Live ever. music in front of your face.
1: Absolutely. So like, I thought that they were the greatest band ever. I thought, right. you know, it, you know, at that point it was probably 1980, I guess, you know, around that time. Yeah. And, you know, as a 12 year old or 13 year old music just was very popular in my house. My yeah. mother like would always be playing you know classic rock obviously, right. like Fleetwood Mac and yeah. and you know um, Neil Diamond, whatever mm-hmm. you know all yeah. the, you know Linda Ronstadt, you know all that sort of like you yeah. know, 70s stuff. Yeah. And then my brother uh, uh, um, is four and a half years older than me, and my okay. sister's five and a half years older than me. Yeah. So they're into all kinds of music. Yeah so in my house it was just
0: so you could raid their record collections oh and, yeah cause you yeah. Have my
1: whole sister's you know perspective on it she's got the, the uh, Hall and & Oates and oh, right, Billy right. Joel yeah. you know the first Billy Joel songwriters and, and stuff like that just the, the more like top 40 type yeah. stuff that you would hear in like WRKO yeah um, and then my brother's listening to Pink Floyd and, right. and, and the White Album and yeah. you know my mother you know the Beatles sort of run through everything right and, um you know, my mother was playing um, early Beatle records from day one. Right. Uh, you know, of course, she loved them, you know. She's... Let me think Hold, my mother is. So she was born in 1942. So the Beatles came out in, like, 62. Like, she's yeah. 20. Yeah. And they're just they're it yeah, yeah so yeah she was listening to the early records and then my brother's obviously catching on to like, sergeant pepper and, and right I think my first one of my first records i was trying to think about the first record that i owned yeah and i know it was um uh um it's a band renegade uh, of oh, sticks. sticks yeah it was pieces sticks, of eight pieces of eight. yeah <laughs> it nice. my first album that i had i uh asked for, for Christmas. Yeah. So it was purchased for me yeah. for Christmas. But that was the real like my mind, my right. first record. Yeah. Um, and then after that it was Sgt. Pepper. Nice. So like I was into like, you know, that you know that sticks is like a, I don't know they're they're not horrible <laughs> right yeah um, people
0: like despise that band but people uh, do a, despise that band. but I think that that record's a great classic rock record yeah, and was the grand illusion I think it was a mother
1: song, song. Was renegade was the one that I was really interested yeah. in but there was another I know blue it was blue collar man yeah 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 it wasn't terrible yeah and it, it, you know. But, uh, of course, you know, yeah. didn't become one of my... And they haven't favorite.
0: aged well, I don't think I don't think so. Yeah.
1: I think they still had it maybe 50 <laughs> years later. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <coughs> not sure what else they did after Renegade, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Beatles were a big thing. So yeah. that became, uh, you know, influential on, you know, in, in my opinion, anyway, they're pretty much the foundation of rock and roll. Yeah, anyway. of course. Like anything yeah. that we ended up doing, like, you know, that's sort of like Helter Skelter, sort of like you know, maybe that's where Black Sabbath got their idea. Actually, yeah. it's probably around the same time, right? 68, when did when did Black Sabbath start? 66? 66 or 67. seven? 67, yeah. So they were pretty much before the Beatles were playing. Like that. Right. Maybe the Beatles got it from them. Yeah. That's probably <laughs> yeah. more accurate, right? You never know, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But Helter Skelter is pretty much the heaviest of the Yeah. Hay, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, do you get yeah. much heavier than that in 1968? You know that and, uh, what was the other?
0: I she mean, so uh, with the, uh, the, the end of uh, Let It Be... She's so, was it She's So Heavy? Yep. Yeah. I, is that the name yeah. of the song? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's yep. a crazy song. Oh, yeah, song. yeah, that's right. Yeah, Abbey Road. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a great one.
1: Um, so, yeah, those records, especially to the later records, uh, Sgt. Pepper, Abbey Road, Let It Be, um, those are the most popular ones in yeah. my house. And the White Album, of course, was like yeah. a whole, I pretty much opened up like, for me, anyway, like the you know, because it was like the double album. Yeah. It came with posters. And, yeah. and all kinds. Yeah, of Yeah, that stuff. magical
0: mystery tour had all that crazy stuff inside yeah, it. Yeah,
1: and that was just the best part about. Like, yeah. I remember the white album was four individual individual Beetle photos. Yeah, yeah. And then a giant poster. Yeah. Um, and you eating that up. And yeah, then, you, you would know, sit there. You know, and it's s- just the best thing yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, and I had that shit in my walls and all that stuff and yeah. and uh, but anyway, that record to me just was seemed like a kind of like a. You know, it had that artistic, uh, you know, the you know, other Beatle records obviously are artistic, but I'm just saying it, it, had, it seemed like it was more like, and I think it was, you know, they're just basically doing whatever they wanted to, and they were yeah. listening to producers, they weren't listening to even other people in the band. Right. It was just essentially a bunch of guys going, okay, you know, I've heard stories that um, uh, the John Lennon songs, I so yeah. was telling me this the other night, or mm-hmm. last night maybe, that the John Lennon songs were more um, uh, the whole band, like really? a lot of, yeah, like you'd get the Ringo and the George right. and the Paul and the John all on the same track maybe right. more often than you would get on the Paul songs. I guess the Paul songs are, are much more uh, broken up.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh.
1: And I don't know if that's because Paul was able to write, he was able He was able to construct a song that would sound like the Beatles. Right. But John, John I don't needed think, everyone. John yeah. needed the other. Yeah, kind of thing, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I think that it makes it sense. It kind of makes sense, right? Like, Yeah. yeah makes sense. But Paul would have, you know, Paul could play every instrument.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we were a lifetime Beatles fan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. it's undeniable. Yeah. It's my yeah.
1: whole, you know, for, I, you know, as far as that stuff. I mean, the Beatles were. I was infatuated yeah, with meals yeah. at, at some point, you know yeah. what I mean? I wouldn't listen to anything else. Yeah. And that that was right pretty much right before I got into punk rock. Yeah. Then punk rock it was a whole thing, of course. Yeah, like yeah. You know, like you're just listening to punk rock. You're not <laughs> yeah, hardcore. Yeah. Right. And you're really discriminating against a lot of different kinds of Yeah, I did
0: that too. I was like, nope, no more of this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Right. You know, have you heard yeah. the circle jerks? Right, and the, right. The damaged one <laughs> black flag? <laughs> You know, um, with, with the Beatles, we we were, you, were you listening to like the Stones and the Kinks I, and the I, Who and that kind of. Did you yes, get to that stuff Kinks, too? the Kinks, the Who. Yeah. Um,
1: Who's Next was a big record yeah. in our house, and the kids are all right. So Who, yes, yeah, um, mostly M- more than the Stones. And you know, I don't think obviously that comes from my brother, but you know, the Stones to me were um, just more of like our bluesy band. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like I know they they got some badass songs. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's unquestionable. But I just yeah. didn't get. That infatuated with them like yeah. I did the Beatles. Yeah. You
0: know. I was more of a stones guy, but I love yep. I'm, yeah. I'm not one of those people that's like I hate the you know, you always hear those people And, <laughs> and vice versa with me right. too. You
1: know, I, I I believe me, I got into Exile on Main Street and yeah. and um uh Let It Bleed and, and yeah. all those records. I've, yeah. I've listened to those records yeah, a lot. Yeah. I yeah. know the stuff. Yeah. Um I don't like their older stuff you know. Yeah, yeah um, which is the case with a lot of bands. Right lately. The who
0: was sort of my go to though with like lyrically, I feel like yeah, they, they, um, they just had great songs, man. Yeah, you know,
1: Pete Townsend's songs are so good. Roger Daltrey's voice is yeah. incredible, man. Like right? it's just like the, yeah. the epitome of rock. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. you know. Like and they're just killing it everywhere. The yeah. bass playing is just like that's why it annoys me about them is that they they play live now and they don't um, they don't even acknowledge really Wet whistle. <laughs> I know, now, right? They don't even yeah. acknowledge his parts. Yeah, right. Yeah, but his parts hilarious. are like yeah. to me like those were like part of the reason why I'm listening to that. Yeah, you know, wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. Shit is incredible. Like this kid is playing. Like playing with his fingers. Right. Like uh, (laughs) like just in inhuman activities. I know. So how do you how do you dismiss it? Like there must be there must have been a better. Like to me. Yeah. I would have tried to find a bass player that would copy his parts, right? Yeah, like, yeah. can't you find a dude that... Can, isn't there a Berkeley dude that yeah. can just... I'm not telling you that he's going right. to come up with parts for you anymore, but he can yeah. play the shit that Entwistle played. Yeah, that's you know? what they
0: did with the drummer. They, got, they had Zach Starkey yeah, he sounds for a great. while. He
1: sounds like Keith Moon to me. Yeah. He's yeah, playing, he sounds like the well, young he, there's a reason why. Right, right. You know, He grew up with the guy, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like his uncle or something. Right, or yeah. Uncle. Right, right. Um, but he... Uh, I, yeah, but the bass playing is a little—I admit—much harder to 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 mimic. Yeah. Um, because that bass dude. I mean, Ed whistles yes. so fast sometimes. Yeah. Like you can't. First of all, you can't do that with a pick. Yeah, yeah. And you and your f- most human fingers aren't going to move like that. You yeah. just yeah. had this like in the middle, like won't get fooled again and stuff like yeah. that. Like, the Yeah, it's in, crazy. It's inhuman. Yeah, you've so, probably
0: heard those like isolated track those. Uh, yeah. Things it's where it's, they just show him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he, he, but anyway, so they play and they do like, they still play those songs that yeah. have that bass playing in it. So why yeah. don't you just do the songs that the bass playing isn't such a feature part? Right? Yeah. right? Concentrate on those. And yeah. don't play my generation know, for right? me. Yeah, I don't exactly. need to hear it. Nobody yeah, needs to hear it. <laughs> so what happened? Have you seen it? It's, I haven't It's Entwistle it's, it's playing the, uh, he doesn't even, the bass player doesn't even play it. Right. It's just ant Whistle playing the riffs. Oh,
0: all right. Yeah. Which is a little strange because it's yeah. a different instrument and like, yeah, oh, yeah. why?
1: You, what? Because they have to play that <laughs> right, of because course. it's the fucking main part of the song. Yeah. But anyway, so I saw Tommy um, uh, not on uh, uh, live, but on YouTube doing a version of My Generation. You know, oh really? Tommy Stinson. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tommy Stinson is a very good bass player. Yeah. Okay. But he's not playing the style of John Emerson, Right. right? Yeah. I mean, not even close. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Tommy Stinson does a version of that song his way right and his riffs during those parts yeah are perfectly acceptable and adequate and sound pleasing Mm -hmm. to the ear they're nothing close or even he doesn't even attempt to do what ant whistle does he does his own thing entirely he made the song his own and i've never seen anybody else do that with that song because like you know it's a hard song to make your own yeah right yeah definitely that bass playing is yeah it's crazy they said it's fucking
0: crazy yeah do you uh so what was your first concert when when did you Rush uh, yeah
1: Rush yeah It was interesting that Neil Peart has died I know Was that yeah. yesterday or 2 days ago 2 days ago It seems like well, he, they
0: said he died the 7th and then he announced it on the 10th sad yeah. I know
1: hey, It all makes sense now right like with his his uh retirement Quitting from touring and right, stuff he, and you know he was obviously that he wanted to just hang back and yeah, in peace yeah. and I guess he was uh, uh um not good with Human interaction, right? Well. Like right. he, like some people got the cold shoulder from him and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But he wasn't like a bad guy, it right? Right. He just didn't. He was put into yeah, this. Getty and, and Getty and, and and Alex would do all the PR stuff. Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. And they're all yeah. cool with it. Everybody's yeah, yeah. cool with it. Yeah. Um, but this, like, many stories about because everybody wants to tell him he's the. They, yeah, yeah. it's, Isn't You're it funny? Dude, how, it, right. But he really had like I don't like you know there's there's incredible drummers out there obviously but. For something about him, yeah, that he was so good, like at a specific time, yeah, and the way he played, blew people off the map, yeah. yeah. right? Like, I mean, from all, like in many, like all categories, yeah, too. Yeah. like this guy was just like a. That was the first freaking, like crazy drummer. First we First crazy like, drummer, right? This, I mean, we saw
0: Keith Moon, which, who was crazy, but, but this was a completely different. This was different. Yeah, this was different. Yeah, so
1: he got these people like me and you that were 13 years old that that's yeah. the time in their life that they become attached to music yeah. and he just fucking blew everybody hmm. away so you have all these male all these boys yeah, the teenage boys that just want to go tell Neil <laughs> that he fucking changed their right. life yeah, and yeah. he did and that's yeah. great but he didn't want to hear it right yeah. didn't want to fucking hear it no <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah so your
0: first concert you went so um yeah, where I, was this at um
1: boston garden okay and um yeah um i went my mom was you know uh, uh, my parents are divorced in the mid-70s so my mom was and was the third of the of uh, three kids yeah so uh um, I wasn't quite, you know, my mother wasn't a helicopter parent, right? Okay, yeah. she was like pretty much if my brother was involved in the, the scenario, or mostly it was cool it was with her. Good, yeah. um, but this particular night was, um, I was with kind of friends of my brother's, which were his age, like fifteen years old. But it was actually my my buddy Rob, yeah, uh, and um, his older brother and his friend, and I was twelve. I was eleven or twelve. I'm not sure what I was in 1980, but I remember. Yeah. Um, it was eleven because Trey would have been like fifteen. Yeah. So I think I was eleven. My buddy was twelve, and then it was like a fourteen to fifteen. old and and he's driving the car. Yeah. Into from Hingham to the Boston <laughs> Garden, and like it, it was like a Mercury like LaSalle. The thing's huge, and you know, not a
0: licensed driver.
1: Not a licensed driver, in, but completely competent. In driving my in, eyes. To the garden. Is driving to the was. garden. Yeah. yeah. Fifteen years old and in a freak in his mom's like because his. He's obviously, his mom's not paying attention right. either. He's in charge of pretty much everything in his household. Yeah. Because uh, his dad wasn't around either. Right. Um, but yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, and uh, that was my first concert. And yeah. And I'm not sure what, if my mother knew that I was there with these people or if she knew right. I was even at a concert. Right. I, I sort of think that I maybe hid it from her. Right. Because I don't think she would have been down with like yeah, my yeah. my mode All of these transportation. Kids and, right. Yeah. So she would have been like, yeah, I don't think right. so. Um and but then yeah, so that went down. That was, that was like I'm here. So I I obviously uh survived that night. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And we were and we were talking before about having like uh living in houses with the, just a mother and growing up and her it yeah. gave us sort of a little more freedom to do yeah, stuff. And yeah, my
1: grow. mother was um, you know, she was doing the best she could, you know, yeah. I and mean? she had three she had an older son excuse me she had a um, my brother and sister were born in the mid 60s so I think like 64 and 65 and I was yeah. more like 68 right. so by the time I came along things were a little bit uh, you know had you know run their course and right. I was um I don't know, I seem like a mistake, don't I? <laughs> Doesn't it seem that way? I mean, they were they were destined for divorce. Things had already been going wrong. Right. And here I come along, which is fine, but they just my my dad wasn't paying attention at all. He was right. he was doing his work thing, and yeah. it wasn't around whatsoever. Yeah. Um. I mean, he would come by, I'd see him uh, twice a week, Thursdays and Sundays. He yeah. would come by and take us out to dinner. We would go bowling, we would go to the movies. We would yeah. do all these, like pretty much one of four things right which was fine you yeah, know yeah. like he was doing he did that right. you know what i mean like a lot of dads weren't doing yeah, we weren't even, even doing that he stuff, wasn't yeah. sh- he was showing up on right. those two days um and i that's one thing i will give him credit for yeah <laughs> <laughs> sometimes i'm a little tough on him yeah but um yeah he was trying he just had his things going on in his life that he couldn't yeah. he couldn't get past yeah um you know and kids were you know as we were saying earlier we were kids were viewed differently by adults and were yeah. treated differently, mm-hmm. you know, just the, f- you wanna talk about like, you know, TV time and, you know, in the living room, like when right. I was a kid, my you watch what my dad yeah. was watching. You right. come in, yep. my dad's on the couch watching the news. right? And you either sat down and you watched the news, or you you right. get the hell out of there, Yeah, you know? <laughs> whatever, whatever boring shit your
0: dad was watching, you, you had got to watch. Yeah. But nowadays, your kid
1: basically is ruling the priest, ruling <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Like, so, but that's cool. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. the way I want it. And right, you right. Know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, as we were saying earlier, it's just interesting how uh, relationships between fathers and sons have changed a lot yeah. in the last yeah, four years, right? Yeah, yeah. Fifty years.
0: Yeah. And you're older, so... Your older brother did he get into punk sort of before you? And sure, them?
1: yeah, yeah. So um, when we were kids, as I said, we lived uh, on a, um, a cul-de-sac, and yeah. there was a, um, a the junior high school that yeah. my brother and sister went to mm-hmm. uh, right next door. This is I'm talking about a specific time, obviously. There we, yeah. we were there for 15 years,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then on the other side was a, a girls' private school named no, uh, Notre Dame. Yeah, this is um, brain Notre Dame. Treatment. I don't know. I don't know what it, I don't know what they called right. it. They called it um, Notre Dame. I think. I right. don't know why. Right. I don't know why I was in Notre Dame. Right. I don't know. <clears throat> um, so we had this whole area yeah. of just lawless dirt bikes. And, <laughs> right. And, and, you know, my mother, you know, summer days, like, 9 o'clock, see you later. But, right. You know, could come back at dinner time. When yeah. You, or come back at lunch when you're hungry and then right. come back at dinner. Um, and it was always kids just playing in the fields and doing neighborhood stuff shit, yeah. yeah no camps or yeah, things yeah. that happened today Stickball yeah. And yeah it was I mean it was awesome my childhood was way better than I ever um realized that it was yeah, you yeah. know what I mean like I talk about like being from a broken family and all that stuff but the, you know is that such a big deal right, like right. like the fact that I grew yeah, up yeah, as, as a kid you were having fun absolutely doing kid stuff, so. absolutely my parents right. totally my parents weren't smacking me around yeah, first of all right. I didn't get punched yeah um Nobody was playing psychological warfare right. with me. Yeah. You know, I was just a kid and yeah. that's like incredible. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. and they put me in a, a suburban cul-de-sac and hang them. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, <laughs> uh, they actually, you know, if I start getting into what, the, you know, so they were like all, as I said before, they were all about the white picket fence and the right. gold and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Every, you know what I mean? Like they were under those society pressures of like, right. You know, my dad, like buying the Cadillac and <laughs> dumb shit. Like I was talking to my ex-wife earlier today. Yeah. And we somehow that topic came up about how like some people are really into the show of things, right? Like right. how you appear to other people. Right. But it's drastically different than what's going on behind oh, yeah. the scenes, you know. Yeah. And that's a lot of that was going on then. Like this, yeah. I don't know what it was, like, but my dad's always trying to buy like, you know, he's trying to make people think he's rich. Right. Right? Like, what are you doing that for? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're not rich,
0: right. The f- they're gonna look down on you. They're
1: like, what the hell? You know, if you're not, yeah. you're not, nobody cares. Right. I mean, like did they care then? Maybe they cared. Maybe they didn't. Yeah. I mean, things were definitely smaller, knit. Like I remember, like if you did something like fucked up, and like, you know, you knew about what was going on in your town, right? Much more than you. Well, social media is a whole different thing, right? But then there was sort of this, you know, Mrs. You know Jones was talking to Mrs. Richmond, right? And, you know, they say that Johnny, you know, you know yeah. Johnny Smith's an asshole because he <laughs> he punched his sister. You right. know what I mean? Like it's yeah, It's like, yeah. like weird ass, right? Like, Stories changes a little right. as it goes along and the next thing you know yeah. kids get a bad reputation because right. he's, his parents are fucked up I know <laughs> now, nowadays
0: people put like notes on their houses like get out of our neighborhood you know that kind of oh shit happens you know
1: I we were oblivious to any of that crap yeah. there like yeah. I mean I credit my mother again for like exposing us to the city yeah um, like we, she would bring us into Red Sox games nice. Um you know, down Mass Ave, like, in the middle of, like, a 70s summer, yeah. like, and like, homeless people were trying to, like, reach in your window and stuff, right. you know, like, yeah. that was pretty hectic, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So, like, we're, like, sitting there at a stoplight, and some dudes, just like, you know, they're just trying to get, get money, money or, whatever. or whatever, but he was just more forward than people expected, so I'm not sure if he put his hand in the car, or he, like, put his hand on the, because right. the windows were down, because yeah. nobody had air conditioning. Right. Um we were like, whoa, dude, like <laughs> Jesus. And not only did anything happened. Right. She was just like, get out of here. Right. You right. know. <laughs> but to me, I was like, you know, that's my first exposure to people that aren't white. Right. You yeah. know, like yeah. we just saw white kids. Like, and yeah. then there's the Metco kids. Yeah. Um Yeah, we had that at, at my school. Yeah. Well. It's like a handful of Metco kids that were coming in from the city and everybody else is white. Right. Um, you know. I, I don't, uh, you know, I say that I had a great, you know what I mean? Like, I, she, well, most of the kids that I grew up with yeah. never got any exposure to the city yeah. until they're a fucking adult. Right. But my mother was like, you know, normal, I think. Right.
0: And, and your high school was, was clicky, you were saying?
1: I did, you know, I sort of had, as a, you know, I had a separate relate, but by the time I got into high school, my mother was, as I said, moving around. Yeah. Um, by the time I got into tenth grade, I was like probably much more mature. Yeah. Than the average kid that was in tenth grade. Yeah. Um, and I started playing in the band then, yeah. Gang Green, and that yeah. was. Um, they were nice because they would cater to my school schedule, yeah. so I didn't have to quit school like some right. kids did. A lot of kids were quitting school to play in yeah. bands, and I hear those stories, and I'm like, "Wow, dude, right. why would you do that?" Yeah. You know, like I'm really happy that yeah, I yeah, it's cool, you know. And I, there was a point where, like, I remember it was a discussion because, you know, you know, it was a discussion because there was a kid in the band that was in high school, right. so then they were like getting attention, right. and uh, it was after the Skate to Hell alcohol single came out, right? So naturally, this the Things about, well, not naturally, but, uh, you know, they were start talking about going on the road and stuff right. like that. And uh, I think, again, I think it was my brother. That yeah. was just like, fuck you guys. You can't right. just fucking abandon the kid. Right, you right. can't tell him he's got to quit school. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's fuck you. Right. And that's probably, they were like, okay. Yeah. And the fact that they did probably gave me another, you know, year or so in that band. Nice. Because the first year was pretty much like we were just completely struggling. Yeah, yeah. And then the second year that I was in the band, it was much more of like, you know, We thought we were going to be rock stars, kind yeah, of, kind of stuff, yeah. You know, nice. it was um uh surprising, very yeah. surprised things would happen to us that we were very surprised about because we were you know, a lot of people didn't care for us, right? You know, what I mean, like we were not viewed upon as like a, a positive <laughs> <laughs> entity to a right. lot of people, like, yeah, you know, especially then, like, when yeah. we like our first tours were. My um, first tour we did was in nineteen the winter of nineteen eighty four. Yeah, and there was no really no place to play. Okay, you had like the major cities. Yeah, um, Boston, New York, you know the DC, Philadelphia, um, in California. Yeah, or Chicago. So right, you right. would have the Detroit, the yeah, Chicago, and, the, right. and some things around there. But everything else, you at that were point was... at, you were at the mercy of. Whatever you got yourself yeah, yeah. into. Right. Um, because that's what was going on. Like, punk, we didn't go south at all, really. Right. We tried to do an East Coast thing, I think, early on, and we were like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. You know, playing in Florida back then was like playing in the fucking wild, wild west. You yeah, know, like, right, what, what, right. what, what, yeah. What are you, what's right, the you, what, you got a Mohawk there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, was, yeah. you know, to us that was scary. Like, yeah, we yeah. thought that was frightening. Some motherfucker right. was going to shoot us or something. Yeah. you know. <laughs> and Texas was crazy in the eighties. Like, yeah. I mean, to us anyway. Like, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, if you, were, uh, if you were if you were from Houston or Dallas, you might have a different perspective. But perspective, but for me, these people, just the law, the the police were different. Yeah. And yeah, they were going to kick your ass over, if yeah. they pulled you over for. Yeah. You know, I have actually friends that were in this band. Uh, seven league boots oh, yeah. they were like this bobby sullivan yeah man. bobby sullivan yeah. i talked to bobby recently on. Messenger. oh nice That's i love I, like, that
0: band they played the middle he, east a few I, we, years I, ago and, you know
1: we actually like Buck me and jonah um and and johnny and mike and and northern skulls we pretty much were it's kind of funny like i'm friends with bobby like yeah. i consider him a friend he's yeah. like a, i've known him since he lived in boston yeah and uh but the band that, um, the Girls Against Boys? Yeah. Like, we worship Girls Against Boys. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I think that that's like one of the best bands. Uh, underrated. Yeah, of course. They were underrated. Yeah, they, I yeah, mean, they, they got a major disapp- label. Right.
0: Um, but they. But now nobody ever talks about that. No way. No way. They were, awesome. no way. Oh, they they were, great were a fucking, fucking band. great dude.
1: It just didn't have like the, um, just musically in- in- uh, interesting. Yeah. So a lot of their musical parts are just like, you know as an adult, I think are more interesting to me. Like I didn't even recognize them like, I just knew them as the band that Bobby's friends were in right. from, from soul side. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I didn't even, you know, I was in Bobby camp. Right. You know what I mean? I didn't care. Yeah. I didn't give a shit what the girls, the guys, the boys the were doing. Right. <laughs> right. So I didn't listen to that stuff until I got <laughs> to be an adult. <laughs> right, right. You know, yeah, yeah. um, but Bobby's a great, I, you know, Bobby's a nice guy. We tried to get him to, uh, he does shows so, so Soulside and Girls Against Boys do shows in Europe. Yeah, yeah. They, they never go there together. Yeah. They, they do, a, I don't know, they get it worked out where it yeah. works out for them all. Um, but I wanted to get Bobby to come up and play with Soulside up here. Yeah. Um, you know, whether Girls Against Boys wanted to come, that was right. all that. So I wasn't asking them, but I don't right. you know if they wanted to come, that would be excellent. I know. Um, but we were just trying to get a show with Soulside. Yeah. Because Bobby is a, has a Boston connection. Yeah. Um, and I thought that he'd be like, yeah, because like. You know, he has that DIY, you know, thing about him. Yeah, he yeah. wants to like, oh, you got yeah. a show? You want right, whatever right. you want to do, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's
0: not like some promoter going, hey, no, you guys no, want to no. play a
1: festival? Right, correct, yeah. And that's the, I'm not sure what, I know that they make money over there. I know yeah. Girls Against Boys had a thing, and I know yeah. Soul Side is a thing. Yeah. So they might make some money in Europe, is what I'm saying. And maybe if they're playing in the States, right. they're making, you know, yeah. less and they're not so interested in leaving yeah. their jobs they and would their do families. Fucking great here, like they haven't played. Wouldn't any, they? Wouldn't yeah, that they be a great show, dude? That band like,
0: is so fucking good. You know, so girls against boys. would be an excellent show. Yeah. That would be a full house. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. how many people
1: would that draw? Do you think, like, a show?
0: I think that could five hundred. Like that's yeah. a full full once or you could something. Fill the Sinclair with that. How many? Yes. How many
1: holds that? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, 500, yeah. Five hundred. 525 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but no they won't he was like he's like yeah it sounds awesome but he's like i don't think those guys want to play anywhere but europe huh. he goes if they he goes you know if they start talking about u.s because he's like we have some sort of he mentioned that soul site as a release coming out
0: yeah i think
1: right around or this spring maybe yeah, yeah i'm not i didn't get i don't know what that is i don't know if that's new material or right. it's a regurgitated old yeah. stuff that they're you huh. know selling Interesting. But the, uh, they seem like they're a little more active. Than, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. recently. so I wouldn't surprised, be surprised at all if it yeah. was new stuff.
0: Nice. Yeah, I posted a video of uh, Wisdom when they, mm-hmm. play, they played the Middle East. Oh, like Seven League Boots. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, uh, with, so
1: those guys were, so I grew up with those other dudes. In the oh, band, right. So they're all from Hingham. Yeah, yeah. Bobby was like a... Um, um, showed up to go to BU. Yeah. And he became friends with Dickie Fines, this old friend of mine that yeah. um, was in the bass player yeah. of 70 Boots. So um, we Where's used to play other? a bunch of shows with him and stuff.
0: Who's the other guy? He plays, I think he does bluegrass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. both Bo there. Yep. Yeah.
1: yeah, he's got his own little new, like, Americana. Yeah, blue, yeah. they play know. it like
0: there's a, there a farm up the street here. And they were yeah, well, that's like all like, him. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. He wants to play your farm or yeah. your, your property. <laughs> that's or, awesome. You know what I mean? Like, he's nice. like a... Yeah, he's cool, dude. Bo yeah. Bo's a super cool guy. Yeah,
1: like I, you know, I really enjoy hanging out with Bo.
0: Yeah, yeah. My my one of my best friends, Bryn, used to. Bryn Taylor. Wrote, yeah.
1: See, I saw you uh, passing yeah. with him. So Bryn Taylor yeah.
0: was was good friends with Bobby. Saul. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. I used guys. to hang out with Bryn quite often. Oh, right, back nice. then. Yeah. was yeah, a good dude.
1: Yep. Um, I wasn't close with him at all, but yeah. I, he was always around, and I yeah. was around. You know what I mean? Like, but man, yeah. a lot. Like, yeah. Around yeah. that, like I
0: think he did the artwork for there. Yep. So uh, Correct. Singular. So that was like early. No, what was that? 89, 89 Yeah. It was probably yep. ne- yeah because it was after him and I stopped being uh, skinheads. We were just kind of mm-hmm. yeah. Sprin, that's what I was. He grew up you know, That and. he
1: changed his identity a couple of times during yeah. those times. Yeah. yeah. And I get, when I met him, he was wearing dreads and yeah, yeah. and was yep. a, more of a hippie, yeah, yeah. kind of dude. Yep. Wasn't a skinhead. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 That was sort of a short lived. Yeah. He was around so. early though. He was going to those shows early. Yeah. So you were
1: going to those shows too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I started like well, the first big show. i was trying to think what my first like real channel show was, but um, I just remember following the freeze around with yeah. my brother. That was probably my first.
0: Yeah, you know, yeah. So, so you you were able to start going into the city as like a young kid. And, yes,
1: as I said, uh, so my mother was you know going back liberal so with so. her uh, her you know her curfew and stuff like that, and yeah. it, and going you know as long as I was with my brother, it was pretty much okay. So it was like Spagman Nuns was his first punk rock band in yeah. Cantones and Mavericks was a uh, very strange places yeah.
0: so this was like 83
1: 82, 82. 83 like yeah. around that time
0: and this is your brother Chuck He's
1: my brother Chuck yeah. yes um, and Cantones and Mavericks and I, they didn't I don't guess they didn't ID anybody but I was 13 years old or whatever and they would let me in there with the band yeah. so maybe it was because I was there early or something right. I didn't go to a lot of them but enough where like it made an impression on me yeah um uh, <laughs> Uh, Cantones was just like, I mean, there was some pretty infamous shows there. DOA, I think like they ripped on the, uh, Springer ripped on the ceiling, I believe yeah. during that performance. Yeah. The Bad Brains, I believe played there or yeah. maybe it was Mavericks. I get them confused. Yeah. Who, who played where, yeah. but I know the Bad Brains played down there and I know that as uh, DOA played there. Nice. So it was definitely the place where, uh, but it wasn't the rat. Like they would never like, I think Swing with the Nuns only played the rat like a couple of times. They didn't, they weren't necessarily uh they were like kind of this in between punk and hardcore kind of thing so they weren't exactly yeah. accepted into the hardcore kind of thing they were doing the night shows yeah and they were probably annoyed about that yeah um I mean because we were worship. I mean we worship that 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 Boston hardcore early stuff yeah and this isn't Boston, all, Boston not Atlanta, record, record. It was like a not all the bands obviously you know it's, right it's kind of like a
0: yeah, like I mean, even, some, like, even the
1: like, Jerry's Kids, like, I don't listen to that Jerry's Kids. Though. Yeah, it's, that version is yeah. I just it's is my thing, world. Right? is there. Yeah, it's the brother. A, right? It's a more primitive version of many, yeah. of, many of those bands. Yeah, yeah. Um, gangrene, of yeah, course. Even yeah, even the, gangrene like, stuff it's is the first Gangrene's, the first Jerry's Kids. Yeah. Um, FU's. Yep. Um, but to me, the ones that stood out, like my favorites were the Freeze. Yeah, the There, We were saying earlier that they were much probably more uh, competent musicians. right? Um, so that, they were definitely the standout. And, and and Gangrene, I thought, was the performance of the record right. as a kid. Yeah. Um,
0: that and shit they, blew me away. Yeah. Like, it, Mike Dean's playing so fast on drums. Like, yeah. That guy was fucking crazy. I, I tried to get I, him
1: to play at that um, um Benefit for Story yeah. last year. Because, I, okay, I was strapped for drummers, right? Yeah. So the first people that I'm asking are guys that have played in the band. Yeah. And he hasn't played those songs since then. Really? He's yeah. Never, never. Yeah. They've really? never played. Yeah. The bass him. player will not even in, engage. I don't know. I'm not right. even sure if anybody's asked yeah, him. Yeah. I think he owns a bar locally. Really? If I'm not mistaken. Bill Manley. Okay. But Bill Manley dropped. Bill, I don't think he was into the music. Maybe, right. Because he really wasn't in the music scene at all. Mm. He was never Just in like it. the guy that. Just the guy that played bass on that stuff. Yeah. And then you never heard from him again in, yeah. in, the, in the, you know, in you know, in our scene anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Chris would, you know, or Mike Dean joined the military, so he wasn't yeah. around. Um, so I never saw those kids yeah. at all. I met Chris separately um, and, you know, actually spent some time with Mike Dean on the road. Like, he he joined, like, we went to California, like,
0: yeah.
1: the, I'm trying to think of what year. That was probably not, oh, the summer of 85. Yeah, And Mike Dean was on, like, you know, leave, leave from... Or something some military thing that he was... I think he was a Marine. Yeah. So he shows up at a show. Yeah. And he's like... Jack. Never left. Yeah. Totally Jack. Yeah, so He was yeah. a military dude. Yeah, yeah, Like, he was the buzz cut. And yeah. I think he was in, like, military. Yeah. You Because
0: know, didn't gear. he play with Jerry's kids later on? Oh, no, I'm thinking <laughs> Maybe. of... Maybe. Uh, no, I'm thinking of Jack Clark. it? Yeah, guy, Jack Clark
1: played with all those bands. And, yeah. and uh, Jack Clark never played in Gangrene, the mm-hmm. original. But he played with that show... That, uh, the Chris Doherty benefit. Yeah. He played the first set. Yeah. I mean, he was oh, okay. the only one that could do that material. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted Mike to... So, okay. So Sorry, Gangrene, yeah. like Gangrene's had very separate uh, sounding eras. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah.
0: So when you heard that... Fir- so go, when you first heard that record... hmm Because, you know, you had probably seen some of that stuff live at this yes. point. Yeah, yeah. Then, well, like, not them, no. But yeah, I, okay. I, that kind of music, sure, yeah. different
1: bands. But they were so yeah. fast. Yeah, because yeah, like,
0: when I... It was that, when I first got into hardcore, I heard, you know, Black Flag. And did, and, but when I heard that record, and mm-hmm. specifically those gangrene songs, Snob, and mm-hmm. it was just, just this, like, three-minute blast of, of...
1: Each um, song's... I don't think there's many songs are over one yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're mostly 50 seconds. or Yeah. yeah.
0: So when you first heard that, were you, you were oh, fucking... Oh, blown away, dude. Like,
1: yeah. I, mean, Mike Dean, I mean, Mike Dean and the rhythm section are great. Yeah. And Chris uh, had that youthful, uh, you know... In energy just yeah. in that incredible yeah. you know nobody but a 14 or 15 year old could have that <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean yeah. like he was really expressing himself yeah. yeah. you know what I mean and it was so obvious right yeah. like he's playing like he told me that he used to just sit in his room and try to play that rhythm really fast <laughs> yeah. as fast as he could that's, yeah. what, that's what he would just do just practice that he didn't care about being a good guitar player yeah. he wanted to just have the fastest rhythm he could possibly yeah. do yeah and that's how that started. Yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, but Mike Dean. Yeah. Um, I mean, you see other drummers play that fast, but you don't see them play <laughs> with the kick foot that he had. Like, right. He was just like, yeah, powerful and lightning fast. Yeah, yeah. Lightning fast. Yeah. Like Glenn Danzig wanted him to play in Sam Haynes. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. He said no. Huh. He was like joining the military <laughs> or something. He wasn't right. into it. Yeah. He was a, um, a fan of that music, though. Yeah. He was a Clash fan, I know. And, yeah. And, uh, um, but the, the other dude, the bass player, I don't think was. I made yeah. a mistake, and I'm not yeah. sure, I never knew the dude. But I, I'm happy that I did get to to know Mike.
0: Yeah. So so as far as you, when, so when did you decide you you to pick up an instrument?
1: Uh, so uh, my brother, as I said, a few years older than me, he was a guitar player, uh, yeah. he would take guitar lessons. Uh, yeah. So he was probably, um, I must have been 12, maybe? He was probably like 15 or 16. Yeah. No, I was 11, probably, yeah. so he was like 15. Yeah. Um, and he was taking guitar lessons, and he was a good. Uh, um, he was good. He yeah. could play uh, solid rhythm, right? And he could play solos, and that's kind of rare. Yeah, you know, a lot of guys were just trying yeah, back to just then, right. back then. he picked it up very quickly. Right. I'm not saying he, he wasn't like a.
2: You In know, it wasn't or like, like Alex Lifeson, or
1: right? Something. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he had his explosive. Um, you know, very, you know, almost ACDC sex yeah, pistols. Yeah. I oh, mean, but, You know, yeah. the sex pistols were really like the foundation of what we were doing, like yeah. as infant uh, musicians. Yeah. Um, so, my first, okay, so my brother starts playing guitar and, like, he's like, he's in that um, high school cover band that I was telling you about earlier. Yeah. Um, and,. He would come home with I don't know if he had a friend that like he would listen to a radio maybe he was listening to some college radio station yeah. or something or whatever but he would come home with like cassettes of like you know whatever weird shit that the yeah. time and but I just remember him coming home with Dead Kennedys too drunk to fuck yeah that he had it on cassette yeah and I'm not sure if it was the whole record yeah or it was just that song but he played that song and we were like. <laughs> you know that was just so outlandish right like the, the obviously yeah. the lyrics yeah. like yeah. we were like wow you can do that ah. you can fucking say that <laughs> I know. you know yeah. like yeah. he's really saying And that? the music you know? is crazy I mean, and it just you know surf right. whatever punk surfy whatever yeah, yeah. like but to us it was hardcore that was yeah. hardcore right yeah. like that was the the impression that we got yeah to me, that was i hard.
0: never got the surf connection and that stuff until later on i think
1: yeah 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 um but you know it was just so different than yeah. everything else, yeah. you know what I mean? So he had bought a guitar, and, like, he kept saying to me, I'm um, sorry. Um, he's like, oh, you should play bass, yeah. you know? And I think I was talking about drums initially. Yeah. Man, he was like, don't play drums. They're a pain in the ass. Right. And I was like, thanks for that advice, <laughs> you know, 40 years later. Because, right. Jesus Christ, drummers oh, yeah. have it really hard. Yeah, yeah. You know, they always did. Like, And he was smart enough to say to me, you might not want to play drums. Right. You know? Um, and he said, uh, but he wanted me to play bass. So he yeah. could play, um, he, okay. He was like, oh, you need to play bass so we can play Nevermind the Bullocks. Yeah. You know, and he, basically what happened was, <laughs> as I said, things were, you know, my mother was a little loose, Yeah. not loose, <laughs> not loose, <laughs> but my mother loose was with the not, rules. my mother was loose with the rules a little bit because she was like. She would pick her battles. Yeah. She wasn't allowing us to, like, do drugs and and drink alcohol in the house. Mm. She had her limits. Yeah. But what she was very cool about was allowing us to play music. Right. So at one point, uh, my brother had transformed an upstairs bedroom. And I'm not even sure why he decided to do this. Because (laughs) it could very easily have been in the basement. Right. (laughs) So he had the mattresses up and shit. And, like, he was like, yeah, let's make this room the, the, the rehearsal studio. Right. And, uh... And we sat in there, and he taught me the whole, never mind the Bullet circuit. We sat there and learned the whole record. He knew it That's all. Right, right. He right. knew the whole thing. Yeah. And he's like, all right, this is this one, this is this one, this is this one. Nice. And they're all pretty much...
0: They're all pretty, uh, semi, pretty simple.
1: Well, pretty simple. You yeah. know, stuff yeah. that Glenn can play. Right. You know, he's just learning how to play bass. Yeah. And, uh... You just had a great time, yeah, and that never material. You know, yeah, yeah, what's that gonna? Right. We never played with it. It was just me and him <laughs> right. guitar. Yeah. You know, yeah,
0: but that's a good way to get into, yeah, we just figuring like the, out how like bands the music. Wrote music and that kind of thing.
1: Right, right. Well, so he was playing in this high school. It, it was pretty popular at that point to be like have the high school band. Cover oh yeah, band cover, yeah. Was that what that was that he, was he doing? Like Aerosmith, like, yeah, and like correct, all that, right? Yeah. Led Leonard Skinner, right? And, you know. The, the classic rock of the day, and all those kids that were in that band didn't really know they weren't into punk rock, like right. him and Somehow, he, that's what I was saying before is that he had this sort of like connection to somebody or a radio station or something, or maybe he just took a liking to it more than they did. Or right. I mean, I'm sure like Elvis Costello and the police and all that stuff was popular, yeah, yeah, but yep. not the dead Kennedys and not mm. you know the freeze and, right. and, and things like Mission of Burma, right. or Like you know, who you know, I just bought the Mission of Burma record that they put out in 2015, yeah, okay, good. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I wasn't doing the way over. I'm yeah. Because like, I I was, you know. You get into records strangely as an adult, right? Yeah, yeah. You pick out pick your whatever the, So, you know, you lose track of many bands that right. you love <laughs> yeah, when yeah. you're a child. Yeah. You're like, oh, they're probably just doing their right. thing or whatever, and
0: right. Well, I'm not sure if I'm gonna like it because yeah. I'm a fucking do that with funny a duddy. Right. You know. Um, I'm always late to the game with a lot of uh bands that I've that I've loved over the years. Pick
1: of touching the Koran. Oh, we had a weird night last night. <laughs> <laughs> I say weird, but very just interesting actually. Uh, went to J.R. Roach's birthday party. Oh, all right, and yeah. it was at. Um, I saw pictures online of that. Oh, you did. Yeah. Uh, so he he's a um, a mason. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because so, Hank posts yeah, so uh, the post a bunch of pictures. party, and I'm like, oh, okay. It's like a it's like a VFW hall right. kind of place. I don't know. Like, yeah. I'm not sure what the fuck he's doing. I see him right. with, this, with their suits on, doing their thing, but I'm not sure what the right. place is like. Yeah. Go there. It's just like really nice, well kept old building, multiple stories, and they got some like secret like rooms (laughs) that are very interesting. Yeah, this back room where it's like almost like a it's like a church, dude. Like it's like down these halls. I'm like, you know, I'm having a few beers, so (laughs) I'm not sure exactly where it was, but um, so it was like probably like 15 of us in this room, and Jr. and and this other. Guy with a suit on, yeah. same level kind of guy. We're like telling us like just all the stuff that they, you know, right? Giant bells and huh. you know like a balcony. Like he said back in the day, there was like eight hundred uh, members. Huh. Back in nineteen thirty or right. something. Today there's like. Sixty members, or right? Something he said. Interesting. But just you know, secret society. I don't know anything yeah. about it. I didn't. I've <laughs> never been exposed to it an, on any level at all. So I was just like, wow, this is cool, you know, because it's a really nice building. First right, of all, right. they have a um, pool, uh, billiard room. And right. So it was a good party. Yeah. Um, food and great people and, uh, um, but we didn't get the tour or anything. until right. so later on the night, after a few drinks, you know, right. and people were just like, this is a great night, you know, like people were into it, just the, you know, and it's a, it's a all male. Right. Organization. Yeah. And there was some women asking some questions, which was pretty interesting. Right.
0: Uh,
1: JR was like, Trying to explain it like a politician. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like, he did a very good job, though. Yeah. Even, even, like, I mentioned something to the girl. Like some girl. She basically asked, oh, when are women going to be you know, involved. In involved? And he, his answer was, uh, um, it's inevitable. And, you know, right. that's about the best he could say. Yeah, yeah. It's not un- it's not up to him. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good question. Yeah, yeah. Very good question. Nice. Uh, so we had a good time last night. Nice. Nice. Um,
0: so you and your brother, yeah, Sex Pistols. Sex Pistols, yeah. He's so, okay, com- so, he, so, yeah. so he's in a cover So we're man. in
1: like a, you know, we're trying to, like, fl- he's much better than I am at this yeah. point. He's, you know, I'm really just like going along with whatever yeah. the hell he's in. Did he write
0: music too? Was he, uh, he, wrote, music? he was yeah. good at writing riffs, and, and, yeah. uh, but
1: he wrote, um, um, early on, yeah, he wrote everything that we would do. Yeah. And, you know, I wasn't writing that stuff, but he, yeah. you know, he knew how to construct you know, parts together yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, but he wrote the music to Alcohol. Oh, all right. Which is the biggest gangrene song that they yeah. have. Yeah, we, yeah. You know, we used to get pit, you know, we've had a tumultuous. Is that the right word? Tumultuous. Uh relationship with the band after we yeah, left. Yeah. Because basically what happened was is we left the band in the middle of um what was they were on the road to a higher yeah, they level. Were getting... They were getting them um he he's he was especially mad because he was involved in the management part of it. Yeah. And uh he had basically solicited or was part of the solicita- solicitation of them first major label deal. Yeah. And he was like, F- Right. F- fuck you guys. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like he does all this work and then they right. they uh he got fired. Yeah. You got fired, what you? Yeah. really And then you took left me. after he, that. Yeah, I left him. Oh, right. A couple yeah. hours later. Right. Um, he, he, uh, it was weird. It was a very strange thing. Like one day, like we were, um, um, practicing without him. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know why he wasn't there, but, um, we started writing, like, you know, we were just having a good time. And it was me and Chris and Brian.
0: Yeah.
1: And we were like, oh, let's, you know, Put this little part at the end of here. And when Chuck right. gets back, you yeah. know, he'll be surprised and it'll be funny. And, you know, yeah. it's a goofy little stupid part that's right. no good anyway. But whatever. <laughs> Just to fuck around with him.
0: Yeah.
1: And we we, we we figure out this thing. And he comes in for the next rehearsal. Or maybe he showed up late. Something. Right. And uh we do it. And he's, like, not in a good mood. Right. And he's, like, nope. He goes... <laughs> fuck you guys doing <laughs> <laughs> like he was like right. he was like what are you doing fucking or ar- right. basically like you're fucking around right like shouldn't instead of working on should you be doing something more productive something gangrene and as chris as well. really took offense to to that his, yeah. his reaction to that but it that's a simple right, right. Mood thing. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. people don't get kicked yeah, out of right. bands for that. Stuff, right. You know right. I mean, yeah, you uh, so it. what it was is that Chuck was involved in the management of the band, yeah. and Chris was not a dude that w- wants to let that happen in his band. He got, yeah. after a couple of years of that, he started losing control of what was going on, and he, right. I think he he was he had a way of lashing out to try to get back his power. Right. Right. And so one day, so Chuck and him got in some argument. And Chuck was like, "Okay, I quit." yeah see you later and that can happen yeah just in emotional right you know like people quit you know and then a couple hours later it gets resolved um so that's what happened. He quits, and Chris is like, "We did a show. We were doing these two, our two biggest shows too. Yeah. Like it's funny how like music is this way of just like ending up being a fucking disaster, right? Right. But we're doing the two biggest shows we've ever done as a band. So channels, yeah, two shows headlining the channel, yeah, two shows for the first time, like, right? Two time, to- like yeah. we're headlining our hometown, yeah, twice, like
0: an afternoon and, and, and a an night, afternoon thing. show yeah. and a night show. I was probably at that."
1: I don't remember them those shows well at all right. because it was a weird time for yeah. us. But I don't, I don't, I think it's the stuff that's online. That you, there's stuff online in yeah. the channel. I think yeah, it's yeah. that because it's like a, yeah, because Dicky Dawson is introducing us. on oh, This okay. clip online. Yeah. And that's it because it's a it's a, uh, you know, we had the banner and oh, the yeah, back yeah, and we were yeah. really going for the, the headlining position.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. So channel was like at that time I think twelve hundred or fifteen hundred people. Twelve,
0: yeah. Twelve.
1: I think one show was like sold out. Yeah. I mean it we, we went really well. Yeah. You know, like one wasn't you know, whatever it was. Um, but people were very happy with us. Yeah. You know, I think it was probably like a thousand people at each yeah. show or something like right. that. Right. So to us it's like the best time in our
0: yeah existence. Yeah yeah.
1: And so this argument had happened a couple weeks before. And in my head I remember thinking to myself, oh they had get, uh, at the shows, they were getting along and yeah. drinking beers and there was no negativity at all. It was yeah. all positive yeah, yeah. normal stuff. And uh, so I just thought that, that was done. Yeah. like we had moved on from that. Right. And then we go into uh, after those shows, Chris is like, "No man, he quit.
0: Oh Jesus! And we're like, what?
1: What are you talking about? Brian right. was like, right. What are you talking about dude? Yeah Al. Was very involved. Yeah. Um, he was like the fifth member. And me were like, dude, what do you mean? Like, right. that's so stupid. Like, he, he he doesn't, he's not mad at it. Right. No, he, it he's a, sorry, right. basically. I don't know if my brother actually apologized, but right. he was visibly sorry. Yeah. Um, it wasn't something that he wanted. He didn't want to be kicked out of the band and he didn't want to quit the band. Yeah, of like, course. You know, I mean, he yeah. was involved. Everybody was involved pretty heavily. And uh, Chris Blake put that, this is very typical of him, too. Yeah. He would get stubborn yeah and not listen to anybody so he put right. his foot down and he was like no fuck you he quit it's it hmm. he's like glenn i want you to stay but you know your
0: brother's I'm gone. Like, i don't know I, he, I
1: didn't even i wasn't even talking to him at that yeah time. it was a uh, al was <clears throat> at the middleman oh, i yeah. just remember al calling me up and going yeah he's not changing his mind <laughs> and uh he's like uh he wants you to stay and I'm like, fuck no, dude. Right. I'm like, what are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah. I'm not staying in this fucking band. Right. My brother was like my whole yeah, you know, he carried Call me you. that whole way. Yeah. So basically Chris, you know, I credit those two guys with with allowing me to to, you know, be a good musician yeah, yeah. because if I didn't get that chance, like, yeah. my brother, I was, you know, he's my brother, so you have, you know, that's, you know, choose your siblings. Right. So I was lucky enough to get him. Yeah. But you know what I mean? So he's just a big influence. And then Chris Doherty, who was a guy that um. didn't care about how good of a player you were. Right. He just knew if that you were friends with him and, you know, he liked you and you yeah, were drinking yeah. beers with him. You know what yeah. I mean? He It's who he liked. Right. He wanted to play with people that he liked. And that's, yeah. I, I you know... I'm telling you this because late, like later on, I would be annoyed at the same right. thing. Yeah, because yeah. he would hire people to play alcohol, like because we quit, and then right. there was like, years of
0: w- what I call
1: of... not the same gangrene. Right, as what we were uh, yeah. doing. Yeah. Okay. Little, so I'm not like you were this.
0: saying before. Like, there's been so many different sounds. So many
1: styles. I mean, so many errors. They were even doing like, the, so like
0: they, the sold out. Seven yeah, inch. That's like totally. its own thing. I love that. that was I love like that I Worship that. The that was another one. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. yeah.
1: That to me is like uh, my my favorite gangrene stuff is this uh, the two seven inches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, those are obviously the yeah. shining moments of the band. Yeah. yeah. These records are thirty five years old. This yeah. record, You know, another way tonight is thirty five years old. That's and crazy, um, if yeah. you told me that I was going to be talking about another record tonight <laughs> at fifty one years old, yeah. When I was seventeen, I'd be yeah. like. <laughs>
0: So it's that's how old you were on that record, 17, um, 16. Let
1: me think. So in 1984, I joined the band in, like, right around my... S- that would have been my 16th birthday. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, right around my 16th birthday, I joined, mm-hmm. and I lasted exactly two years, so 18 yeah. left. Yeah. But, yeah, two years, man. And mm-hmm. that's, like, my whole... Like, I can't say that I don't I don't regret any of it. Yeah, yeah. I certainly don't have any... Um, I look upon it now as... 100 positive oh yeah it's a great experience um you know i don't have any hard feelings about like yeah. that see that, that benefit last year did a lot for me yeah mentally yeah uh, because it, it it ended traumatically like we we're kids yeah we we're kids yeah. and that was important to us yeah
0: you get like, thrown into being in a band and you get thrown that's... into being
1: a band you put your heart and soul in it and people don't realize it unless you're you're in a band or yeah. you're friendly with people that are in bands and you understand but what happens is, is like even if the music isn't like amazing, you have this connection to it that's you know, you get attached to it, like a girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. And uh so it meant a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was always pissed off yeah, about you, you, you know, you find yourself mad for twenty years about stuff that you're like, now I look at that stuff and I'm like, okay, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Right. You know, who cares? Yeah. Fucking that's the way it was. And right. um okay. So I met Walter Gustafson in, in um he was in the outlets. Yeah. And he played in Smegma the Nuns. Yeah. At the end of Smegma the Nuns, so Chuck had this relationship with him. They played on the played. He also played in the Freeze, Walter. Yeah. And Chuck played in the Freeze with him as well, I think, or maybe it was Lou. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but they would all go in, a, you know, in and out of each of those bands. And um, uh, they had been playing in Smegma the Nuns, and then they oh, went yeah, on, yeah, Chuck went on to play in the Freeze, and yeah. then after oh, you the f- have
0: alcohol, after
1: so. he played in the Freeze, he wanted to start a band with me.
0: Yeah.
1: And we started this band called Damn.
0: Yeah. Dunks Against Mad Mother. I saw you guys at the Paradise. Did you see the that one, one show? one th- with like cancerous Growth. Yes. And uh, Fang. Was it Fang? Fang? And yeah, Freeze? Fang. Yeah, did you that. saw that? Yeah. Oh, thank you. I might even... Thanks, <laughs> man. Yeah. I mean, I talk about that show like... I, I might mean, even have a... There's a, a flyer. There was a flyer. I, it might that even be the one so that I far. made. Far. Yeah. I made a flyer for that show. I used to just make flyers so for was shows. It? No, was it
1: Articles of Faith? Was the other band or Fang? Maybe. It was Fang. No, it was Articles of Faith. It was Vic Bondi. Was that Vic Bondi's band, Articles of Faith? Yeah, yeah, because he was mad. I mean, I, it's understandable. Because of the because name of the yeah. No, he was mad that um that, I think it was Vic Bonnie and I don't want to, right, name names if I'm right. incorrect. But what yeah. happened was so Dan was this band that had never played a show. Yeah. And the Freeze were the headliner.
0: Yeah.
1: And naturally, Articles Five should have played right before the Freeze. Yeah. But since we are all buddies with the Freeze and everything, the Freeze were like, no, back we're gonna to have damn right. play before us. Yeah. And they, cause it was kind of punk rock and it yeah. wasn't set in stone. I don't know. Yeah. So he, I just remember him going, damn, who's damn? Like, I mean, he's like, <laughs> what? We got to play, you know, he was kind of annoyed. Yeah. Understandable. Um, but anyway, that was the one damn show. And that yeah. show, we played alcohol instrumentally. Oh, that's funny. That's so Smegma was the singer, and Smegma had no lyrics and no, yeah. no melody for it, and just sat there and drank beer, and it became this song <laughs> called... The, it was called The Drinking Song. Right. So the, the concept of the song had already... Yeah. Oh, you know yeah, Chris, yeah. Chris took it and obviously wrote interesting. those in his interesting lyrics. Right. But he liked to write songs about drinking, right. obviously. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, so yeah, this thing last year the Chris Doherty benefit, yeah. yeah, allowed me to release all negativity,
0: yeah,
1: and in my head, it's all positive. Now. Yeah, so got, so I, I have all positive thought to the whole thing. You good. know, I consider in bad mouth, I just don't care about it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't it's, affect it's my all life. real stuff and it's so right. old and who and, cares, and,
0: man. And you and you. Uh, so Chris had a stroke, he had a stroke and, they, yeah. and uh, so they had a benefit in Boston last year where yeah, which was amazing. It was yeah,
1: did we, we got that show. Did you go to that? I wasn't. No. Yeah. So it was like there was something in the air that evening. Yeah, because people were really like every band. I mean, yeah. every single band, dude. Yeah. Like there was ten bands, which we were all everybody thought was too many. Right. Because.
0: But it it's all gotta be bam, of, bam 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 yeah, bam bam yeah.
1: bam, and if you don't have like a you know. Somebody that knows what they're doing and charge right. the set, you can go to shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. It went flawlessly yeah. because you had Sean McNally at right. the helm. Yep. Um, but every band was just there was something in the air, I don't know yeah. what it was, the weather, it's really it was really cold that day. Yeah. Um, and it was all these interesting people that, you know, I hadn't seen in ages. Because like, yeah. gangrene brought had like a whole faction of like people that used to go to like every show. Yeah. yeah. You know, and there was people that like but they drop off, obviously, yeah, yeah. and you don't right. see them ever again. Yeah, they just kind of show and up. they're, the like they're showing up at this yeah. show, you know? Yeah. So it was like, whoa, all yeah. these people like this. Like, yeah. So I couldn't even, like, it was hard because I'm trying to <laughs> so trying to play. But see so you see so many you people. And you just walk yeah. out and you're like, holy hey, shit. Dude, hey. right, yeah. So you're just in conversation after conversation after yeah. conversation. And finally, I'm like, all right, I got to <laughs>
0: actually retreat music. here,
1: you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but every band was literally at their. Uh, I mean, so it's what the Dogmatics, for instance. Yeah. Like, you know, we were, you know, uh, peers with them in yeah. 1985, and
0: yeah.
1: I think it was the best show I've ever seen them do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody was totally elevated. It was really interesting. Yeah. Um, I didn't see every moment of every band, but I saw a part of every band. Yeah. And. Uh, it was just had something in the air. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Something about it. Like, yeah. Um, but it had a lot of, uh, for me. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. So, you know, we, I wanted to, um, show that the different eras of the band. Yeah. And to me it was important that it was separated and as people that right. tried to, you know, uh, um, let people understand maybe what it was that yeah. I did. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it started off, uh, Jerry's kids was going to do a, um, a gangrene set.
0: Yeah.
1: And, um, they had some issues getting that together, so it was gonna, it wasn't gonna happen. Right. And um, I had just been learning about what they were doing. Yeah. At this time, and I didn't have anything to do with it. Right. And um, their sh- their stuff fell apart, and I was talking to Bob. I'm not sure if I called him. I wanted to get involved. Yeah. I got myself involved. Yeah. And I called Bob up and I said. Uh, Bob Sensi. Bob Sensi. Yeah. Um you know, do you want to do this? Yeah. You know, cause I couldn't, like I knew my brother was going to be, uh, different to difficult to nail down for the yeah. rehearsals. And Bob, um, is an active musician in town. Yeah. Um, that I see, um, often. Yeah. And, uh, or fairly often. And, uh, you know, there was just certain people that I couldn't imagine doing it without, you know yeah. what I mean? And Bob was just, Bob was the connection, um, with Chris. He, you know, he had a much better relationship with Chris. He grew yeah. up with him. Yeah. um,
0: chris was in jerry's kids chris was in jerry's kids yeah Yeah.
1: he played on that that great record yeah um and bob was just the guy that was just always there and always uh you know positive good playing yeah yeah good guy yeah um so me and bob started you know trying to put it together and we thought originally that we were going to have drummers like walter Gustafson. we thought was going to be able to play yeah and he wanted to play and and uh um, but it turned out that he couldn't pull it off. He, he rehearsed for a while. He said, you know, give me a week or whatever, and see if I can do it. Yeah. And because uh, he hadn't played, he's been inactive, and yeah. that stuff is really fast. Yeah, he's old now. Yeah,
0: man. I mean, age is not. Yeah, I think he's 58. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um. I think I saw. I think he played when they played did with the, the Gallery East reunion yep. thing. That sure. Thing, yep. yep. He was. Playing. He also
1: played. He did play with the Outlets that night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. But the Outlets are. Um. They were able to. Um do it on a rehearsal or two whereas we were going to have to rehearse for five weeks right to try to get the singing together yeah um so he just didn't have that yeah in him um and the outlets are much easier slower material yeah slightly slower more in his wheelhouse as well like that was really his band yeah um so i wasn't i was a little bit like I just thought that he was involved <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the beginning. So I would never would have got myself involved because yeah, yeah. I didn't think that it was going to be anything like it turned out to be. I thought yeah. that it was just going to be this like few rehearsals. Right. We can bash this out. No yeah, problem. Yeah. We had done this. We did one sh- couple shows in the nineties together. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So with Walter around, it just, I had no worries. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Right. He bails out. Yeah. Um, so I was calling Mike Dean. I yeah. called Mike Dean. I tried yeah. to get him. He—I I don't think he plays drums at all. Right. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but he—he he bailed or declined. Yeah. Um. And then I started realizing that I needed drummers, and and uh, I knew that we were gonna get Dave and uh, Keith to do the vocals. Yeah. And um, uh, Dave was also a good friend of Chris. Yeah. Uh, uh they had a relationship in the '90s. The Tree and Gangrene used to do a lot of shows together. Yeah. Um, and Dave knows all the stuff. Yeah he knew it all right he yeah without Dave there's certain people that were involved in that that it wouldn't have happened without him yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. Dave for instance right. like killed it yeah. you know he he nailed it. I mean just the tone of his yeah. voice is yeah, more yeah. similar to Chris than Keith right Keith was more uh, um, took uh, took it on his own identity or yeah, like yeah. he was sort of yeah. doing like a Danzig version yeah, of 19th yeah. hole and stuff like that and he was awesome, yeah, like, he was awesome. I thought it sounded great yeah um, but Dave was more the sound of Chris. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the mix was was. Right. I, I don't. I don't think it could have been any better than it turned out. Really, like right. those guys all killed it. Yeah. I
0: mean, what about uh, Brian Betzker? Is he Yeah, asked him. So no, I didn't ask him. Music I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. ask Brian. I, I don't. Yeah.
1: He hasn't played in in many years, and I knew that he wouldn't do it. Yeah, I was
0: gonna but, ask. What was it like playing with? Because that guy was the drum. When I first heard that, it's my world. He record, plays that and way. And saw them live. I was like.
2: In Jerry's guys, yeah, yeah, like the early good. on, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. "This
0: dude is next." Like, yeah, because he had that big Har- drum set, yeah, huge yeah, drums. Ju- drum he set. played like Keith Moon, and like
1: he was very good in, in yeah. Jerry's kids. Yeah.
0: Like, I listen to Jerry's Kids
1: stuff, and yeah. I'm like,
0: "Wow, Brian is like, yeah, he doesn't, not like he has just, this
1: weird <laughs> way of like doing these fills, and, yeah, this like, film he, he just played well with them, like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I mean, it was I mean, a different thing with Gang Green. I don't, I didn't, to be honest with you, I didn't really care for the way that he played the Gang Green material, yeah." Not to knock them. It right, just, right, yeah. It just didn't... It, we weren't gelling like they... Just, it's different music. Kids. Yeah. yeah, and they were just... Okay, so the problem was is that Brian and... and I call it a problem. Yeah. Brian is probably great for them. But Brian and Chris wanted to play metal. Mm-hmm. They wanted to play... I mean, Metallica was huge at the time. There was all these speed metal bands. Yeah. They were into that. They yeah. wanted to be... More on that side of right. things than punk rock, so yeah. so hardcore was sort of getting a bad name because of the violence. Right, um, we would intentionally play, you know, write slower Slowest songs, yeah. so the, the kids wouldn't show yeah. up, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, but we hated the violence. Yeah, of course, and that became a problem. Yeah. And hangar- and 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 hardcore itself just didn't have a great reputation. Yeah. So it didn't really do you any benefit to like promote yeah. yourself as a hardcore band unless you were trying to attract those kids. Yeah. And we didn't want those violent kids at our right. shows. We were just trying to have fun. Yeah. Um so that was part of it. So everybody wanted to start playing slower. Right. And some people play slower music better than others. Right, you know, like it's not for everyone. Right, everybody. The '80s were so weird that everybody was just trying to figure out what they wanted right. to do. You know what, what I they mean? Like, like, yeah, right. Like if I started playing speed metal today, I couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't yeah. have the heart to do it. But right. I'm just saying that just even the kind of music, yeah, uh, 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 you know, it's hard to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's just it's. um, it's so different. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a really different style. Yeah. What they grew up on. Those kids grew up on hardcore. They yeah. Didn't, they're not, shouldn't play speed metal. Right. So when they got together, they were sort of this, c- um, combination of that. Yeah. And they were into that together. Yeah. And, you know, my opinion is he was much better in Jerry's kids. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 I like the kind of music better. Yeah yeah. 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 I didn't, I didn't, I really, you know, I had a, I was biased and sour on getting yeah. green after 1987. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I still liked Joe. Joe Gittleman was the bass player. I yeah. always liked Joe. Yeah. And I didn't know um Fritz Erickson was the guitar player. Yeah, which was Band 19. Yeah, yeah, I always yeah. liked Band 19, 19. And he's Fritz is a nice richie. super nice guy. I got to talk to him at
0: that benefit last year and Yeah. just a
1: nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I had no problem with Brian of you know Brian yeah, wasn't yeah. a, you know,
0: he seemed like he wasn't even really just a hardcore back. guy. He was, no, like he a, was one more. of those like we were talking about earlier where he was just like a he yeah, played in that band, he's but he's a I smart kid. You know,
1: yeah. he, he's a—I um, believe he has his own business now. And yeah. um, he wasn't into the hardcore thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, he—he he didn't. He wanted, as I said, the, him and Chris wanted to play the metal because they didn't—they didn't—they didn't like the—the—the. The, yeah. the, 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 the dumb hardcore yeah. hits, you know? Unfortunately, it just became, like, a kind of a stupid thing. Like, yeah. people, people uh, reflect on it and, and put it in this, like, higher level, but the right. fact of the matter is is that yeah. it had problems. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it had to end. Yeah. And there's a reason why bands started moving in different directions. Yeah, yeah. You know?
0: and, I, and that era, too, was... uh there was that whole era, and it was sort of a big deal at the time with all the Boston bands, because it was... Gang Green, the Fuse, SSD, yep. and DYS all put out these records that were... Slow. Yeah. Yeah. And the SSD ones, the DYS one, those ones haven't aged well. But yeah. The Fuse, do you want to hurt... Uh, do We Really Want to Hurt You? That's yeah. one of the best Boston hardcore... Fuse,
1: uh, yeah. Uh, I love the Straw Dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like the Straw Dogs the, and then yeah. Another
0: Wasted Night was yeah. just another one like where it was just a little more rock-sounding. Yep. and Absolutely. I, and... You know like some of those people have said is just we just got better at our instruments and correct you want you know as you a musician do? you want to yeah. you don't want to I mean I mean
1: we still sort of like you know it's it is sort of like I mean it, it allows you to get into it and uh, but inevitably you're gonna you know well not inevitably but a, a lot of times you are gonna improve at your instrument and yeah. you naturally aren't gonna, pl- gonna right. play that same yeah stuff yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it was interesting as hell though right <laughs> yeah like, yeah what a weird ass yeah like, Right thing, yeah. You know, like one, and we, we were so into it too. Yeah. Like it was so important. Yeah. Like and that's what's so weird is like, like as we said earlier, like you wouldn't listen to anything else except for. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was just this one little. Yeah. Genre of, of music thing yeah. that you're like anything else was unacceptable. <laughs> yep. You know, and it was most of yeah, it was yeah. unacceptable. Right. From right. Eighties. I mean, that was another thing about. I mean, that probably had a lot to do with the the terrible radio in the eighties. Yeah, 80s, eighties.
0: Yeah. 80s oh, radio was really terrible. Bad. Like, yeah. You know, so. Yeah, uh, one other thing about gangrene. We've talked a lot about them. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is uh, the the other era? Well, not the era, but was you guys covered the uh, Till Tuesday song? Yes, the voices carry, and then mm-hmm. you you played the Rumble. Yep. So that uh, that was a pretty it's a weird time. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, so well, was that... the, I was at that Rumble show. Oh, you were at the, uh, uh, Orpheum. the Orpheum. Yeah, and it that was, was important crazy then too. Yeah.
1: right? like it was, the Rumble was a big thing back yeah. then.
0: because at that point too, for me, like as a teenager. I didn't want my hardcore music to be other, you know, people mm-hmm. to hear. You know, I wanted it to sort of be my own thing. But, yep. you know, when you think back, that's kind of a selfish, silly thing. Cause, mm-hmm. But it was also awesome, too, because you were like, you know, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you guys. so mm-hmm. what was that, like, plant, like, oh. kind of on your rise? and
1: We were, yeah. So um, we were just supposed to go on tour that summer. We were going to blow off the Rumble. Yeah. Um, I th- one of the guys at BCN was like, guys really need to do this for us. You know what I mean? They were laying on the, they would lay it on, they were playing our song, I think they were playing the till Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure they're playing alcohol. Right. I I doubt it. Yeah. Um, But they're definitely playing the till Tuesday song and uh, they really wanted us to do it. We were just supposed to go on tour that summer. Yeah. After I got out of uh, school and we would have been on the road for, you know, 30 days or whatever, 40 days. And, um, somebody convinced Al to convince us to do it yeah and we still we did it the first i don't remember what was the first night i'm trying to remember what it was i don't remember the first night but yeah. i remember the 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 semifinals were yeah. at uh the
0: was it spit it was oh yeah it wasn't spit it was a, one of the lands down
1: metro yeah, because I don't know Metro I... or something like that.
0: Yeah, I couldn't go to because I think the the mm-hmm. one the, they were twenty one plus, but then Correct. the, the finals was the finals, with finals the was all ages at the Orpheum. Yeah.
1: so these were twenty one plus shows, but the I think it was, I, I think it was Metro. I think it just turned from Spit to Metro. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, it was with the oysters. Do you know the oysters at all? Yeah, I love the oysters. Yeah, um, it was with the oysters who we were really friendly with because we used to do a lot of shows with and uh, Chris and and. Um, richie were in stranglehold together uh
0: that's another great band oh i love stranglehold yeah Yeah.
1: oysters were just sort of like the second part of that to me yeah um i really liked richie's Mm -hmm. voice in the in the the oysters he had this really like like not like a (laughs) no it wasn't like a great vocalist but he was like just had this quality you know what i mean this laid back sort of like you know they weren't ever trying to be hard no no. you know they're just trying to write like punk songs and you know but I I love them. I tried to get in that band too. Like oh, I, yeah. after they were falling apart. Yeah. Um, Jr. quit, and uh, I remember calling up Richie and going, "Can I play with you guys, please, please, right. please, please?" But he wasn't having it. <laughs> Al was trying to get me in the band. That's what yeah, it was. yeah. yeah. Um, why were we talking about that? Uh, <laughs> the, oh, we
0: were talking about after the run. So after the Rumble. Oh, the you rumble, were gonna, yeah, you were yeah. Gonna... So
1: yeah, we played with them at the the Metro show and. Uh, um, we were just surprised as hell that we were going to, we didn't think we were going to win. Right. Never. I don't know about the first night, but that
0: night at the Metro, we were like, I don't remember who else played that. Don't remember. Yeah.
1: It was just, just, I just remember us and the oysters and I remember watching the oysters and going, they win yeah yeah you know they blew they were awesome yeah yeah, right? yeah. really good probably yeah. the best that they had ever played yeah and they sh- probably should have won they were the better players <laughs> right like i thought anyway yeah i mean you know what i mean like right right dave Fredette was a really good guitar oh, yeah, player definitely. um and i just like their songs better than ours maybe. yeah really? so. <laughs> <laughs> so um yes we won that night and then they were like yeah i don't know was that the that must have been the semifinals yeah yeah and then the finals was of the, the 80s was just yeah just crazy right yeah like, playing the Orpheum. but that was like okay you're gonna play like a fucking you yeah. know giant years old yeah 86
0: 86 so, so
1: been... just before I was 18 17 yeah so This is graduating
0: high school. Oh my god! I'm so Warfield. scared, man.
1: Oh, so scared. Because it's a theater. It's like you know, we don't we didn't get to play at theaters yeah, very often. Right, we were playing these clubs or the or a big channel type yeah. place. you know what I mean. Yeah. we're playing theater with seats. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So it's kind of intimidating when you go out there with the right, you know, the the, the great architecture yeah. and all that. You know. Yeah. Um,
0: what did your mom think of all this? Oh, were she you loved it. Yeah. yeah, she
1: loved it. She was awesome. I mean, yeah. she showed up with her camera and yeah, you know, she was. She yeah, you know, my mom went to the Rat and was, was awesome. photograph us playing there and stuff yeah. like that. She was super supportive. I mean, nice. I, don't, I don't know how many shows she went to after the after Gangrene, but yeah, um, when because it was me and my, you know, I guess we had played in both bands after that. Yeah, it was just, yeah, the, the, it was the time. Yeah, um, but yeah there with i get a lot of weird things that night like my dad sent me a telegram that night because i yeah. had cell phones or anything yeah, you know, know right? my dad lived in florida yeah so i remember getting a telegram yeah at the orpheum like huh. when i'm at like soundcheck right like, oh, what the fuck? i never got a telegram in my right. life you know i don't even know how you get
0: how that even happens. i don't know somebody right dropped my hand hands into it right yeah. <laughs> bring this to the orpheum yeah somebody to sought kid. me out and yeah, did to me.
1: yeah. <laughs> um but and uh what's his face jay giles dude yeah was the band peter wolf right he was such a great guy yeah i've heard he he gave us he sent us champagne oh nice to our room afterwards and like a little note i I was was
0: trying to remember who the main because i remember they always used to have he was a a freaking sweetheart
1: man like he couldn't have been more we were just douchebags like we were just idiots like you know
0: if you think about it he had been around the boston music scene for at that point, like 20, you know, it's like in '86, you know, Jay Giles was, was like, like one of the biggest things ever yeah. in the early 70s. Yeah, around here, like, I mean, they're a big band Naturally. nationally and yeah. worldwide, but around yeah. here, they're like definitely, I, I think, think even I think more. They're than, like,
1: like, yeah, they're up, dude, like top three, dude. Yeah, me? like you know what I mean, like as far like as fame real hard, and, yeah. and 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 popularity yeah. and, and good musicianship and yeah. all that stuff. Like, they're a great band, yeah. man. Like, Peter I used Wolf to put them in Aerosmith together, but I always,
0: but Jay Giles, I think I respect more authentic blues guys, but
1: like. Peter Wolf in his day, man. Yeah. You listen to watch that shit on YouTube. It's oh, it's just, not it's right. so good. Dude. Yeah. You know, he was so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, now I see him at uh, the Blue Ribbon. Oh, yeah. The yeah. The Blue Ribbon up there you know, in you know, Arlington like there. Oh, okay. West West West, name, yeah. yeah. I see him in there. I've seen him twice. Huh. He cut in line. <laughs> he cut me in line. Did he? I wanted to talk to him, but I'm not going <laughs> to, like, say, oh, Peter <laughs> Wolf. You know what I mean? Because he probably gets that everywhere. Right. So I was like, I think I kind of got out of the line a little bit to, like, get my, my barbecue sauce and my yeah. pickles together or something. Right. He sort of cut me. <laughs> <laughs> dick. <laughs> uh, uh, so that night, he was, like, wicked nice to us. He said yeah. this is, like, you know, note and shit. And Chris, like, I think, I think I'm not, well, this is very common of Chris to, like, uh, take on uh, some sort of themed um Joke, right? You know that's and not sort of necessarily run in it. in the best taste, or yeah. you know what I mean, or you know maybe insulting or whatever. But he was—I remember him talking. Like, remember him accusing Wolf of of taking our towels? Yeah, <laughs> he was like, "The guy fucking took our towels," you know, <laughs> telling everybody that. But the other, you know, the fact of the matter was is that Wolf was nothing but nice, gracious, nice, awesome. Yeah, yeah. But what an experience that was. That was, like, when we thought that, oh, we're going to be Rob's you know? Like, we're playing the Orpheum, we're going to be huge. And that's the argument. So, okay, so you have that happening, and then the gangrene sort of, like... I hate to say it, but Chris was getting the... Um, his personality or his ego was growing. Right, yeah. And that's... That, that seems tr- to happen. That con- tr- yeah, and that contributed to that argument between him and Chuck at yeah. the end of the band. Yeah. And which happened, I think the Orpheum or the Orpheum was probably in the spring, right? Yeah. Of 86. Yeah. We had been... Me and Chuck were out of the band in October of that okay. year. Yeah. So, um yeah, four months later. It was yeah. all, all to do with that. Right, and, yeah. You know, all to do with that for sure. Because, yeah. he, you know, was things were getting... Like, people would you know, labels were interested in us and, you know, there was a lot more going on yeah. than there was the previous year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and kids, you uh, kids doing stupid things.
0: Yeah. And then you did Mallet Head. Oh, geez. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's you, yeah. And your, you and your Me brother. Me and my brother, yeah, yeah.
1: That was the first thing that we did um, after Gangrene. And yeah. Yeah, you know, 80s are so weird and, yeah. and it just didn't turn out exactly the way maybe we envisioned it. Right. Yeah. Um, Ended up more of like a commercial thing, like yeah. almost, you know, definitely. Yeah. Um, but part of it straight was. Straightforward rock. Yeah. Yeah. We wanted to play with a guy that could sing. Yeah. That was our. I remember that was like one of the things that we would talk about was like, right. let's get a singer that can sing. Yeah. And that's not exactly an incorrect way to go about it. No, that's no. a pretty reasonable way to yeah, go yeah. about it, right? You don't yeah. want to play with a shithead. You want to play with somebody that's, you know, but we, what we.
0: Um, like your current band.
1: The current band's probably the best singer I've ever played with. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: The current... So Mallethead just didn't... Uh, um, like, we really had our... People were really... Uh, our chance, me and my brother's chance to be uh, successful, were a lot uh, riding on that first Mallethead record. Yeah. We had a good label or... Yeah it was an indie yeah but a record label that was gonna get our record out there who was it Frontier oh yeah California label they did some suicidal tendencies suicidal yep Yep. so we got on that label and um, the record wasn't very good yeah and that's you know the name wasn't very good the the record wasn't very good so all these sort of things started not going our way yeah and uh, you know I sort of looked at it like later on as like we blew it yeah um, but we didn't blow it. right? Yeah. <clears throat> it just, that's the way it goes in bands and yeah. ends and, right. and you try to do something yeah. and yeah, you do something and, and something doesn't you know, know, work out Not either. everybody should be playing music together. Right. You might be a, yeah, you know, equal musician or whatever, but it doesn't mean that you play well right. together. Yeah, exactly. And well, I don't think we played together poorly. I just don't think that, um, we had the... Intensity or the conviction or, or whatever it yeah. is, it just. Uh, but the later the later stuff we did right before we broke up, I I, I liked. Yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah. Uh, the stuff we did with Walter, it's yeah. a second. It was a second record, but nobody gave a shit. Right. Second record comes on. I listen to it now. It doesn't exactly make me as ex, you know excited to listen yeah. to it. But there's songs on there that I'm like, okay, yeah. that's a good song. Right. You know what I mean? Like the fact that it didn't become you know popular, whatever. Right. Not every song. Becomes popular, yeah. Um, but it was a learning experience, and then we realized that we were our our, our, our real. Roots were more in punk rock, right? And we were trying to get back to that. Yeah. and that's what when Scratch happened. We were, oh yeah, yeah, Um, sort of like a grungy, sort of stoner yeah. rock kind of punk band. Yeah, strange combo. But that's really ish. what it was. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. We put out a EP, six song EP. Yeah, that was it though. And yeah, again, not a successful band. Right. Um, but we played some good shows, and we yeah. people would knew us and would you know get us on their show. We played some good shows. Yeah. Um, but again. Bands don't always work out yeah. perfectly. And, yeah. you know, singers are, are singers and drummers uh, were always, like, a challenge. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're hard people. To yeah, do yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Not everybody sings great. Right. I mean, not everybody's got it in them to yeah. write lyrics for a full record or yeah. play drums on a, yeah. you know, three nights a week. Right. And that's what it is. Yeah. And I, I think some things go very well just by chance. Like, okay, Mission of Burma. Like, you imagine these three musicians that are just so kind of, of unconventional, but together they getting like, together and making together that this music. Together, this work of beauty and art. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah,
1: it's, yeah, it's fascinating yeah. to me. I want to. That's wanna why I appreciate. It. Like, you know, I never ever thought that I'd be in a band again. Right. Um I thought that it was over. Yeah. And yeah. So
0: let's start. So this new band, Northern, Northern Skulls, Skulls. Yes. Um, How did this come together?
1: So I got divorced and. um Started uh, realizing that I wanted to play bass again yeah. in my basement by myself.
0: Yeah,
1: I didn't play music for. I used to walk by my basses and my, my I never sold anything. Yeah, uh, but I just wasn't didn't have any interest in playing. Yeah, was just not. I had kids, You know, I was in the right. middle of my having you know raising my son and you know guy got married and all that. But that was sort of later. Like even like from thirty to forty, I just I didn't I didn't have the motivation yeah, to do yeah, it. I didn't yeah. care about it anymore. You're I was just kind of living your life. And- just trying to you know. Not be a, you know, poor person. I wanted to have yeah. a job and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and have things and have a car and right. be able to, you know, pay for shit. Yeah. So and that doesn't necessarily coincide with being a musician. Right. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: And I couldn't, I'm, I'm poor at, uh f- I'm poor at multitasking. So I'm like focused on one thing at a time. Right. And, I, and when I'm in a band, I want to focus on the band. Right. And I'm not going to be thinking about work. Yeah. When I'm trying to make money in my job, I, I wasn't into it. You know, yep. for, like this weird period of time. But anyway, so just like bing, 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 like yeah. in my head, oh my God. Like, right. And I'm thinking about it. and it's like, like, I remember my ex-wife saying to me, she's like, you didn't talk about music for for five years. And next she's like, and this is all you talk about. Now.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm like,
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was the end of uh, my marriage, um, yeah. was part of it. And then after uh, we had split up, I would go down to my basement and play bass by myself Mm-hmm. for hours yeah. and literally fucking I work out of my house as an yeah. appraiser so I work in my house I would work late and then just need to chill out before I went to bed so yeah. I literally go out of my basement and almost fall asleep on my feet playing yeah. bass yeah. like it was this I found this like you know release from, or, or yeah. escape from, from yeah, just life. Just a little escape to just... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, I got, I would get, just made me feel good, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it was almost like you. I went jogging and yeah, came yeah. home. Like, I'd get that, like, natural high. Right. And, uh, so I would think in my head, I'd be like, oh, this is a good rap, maybe this could be a song. You know, yeah. I got this bizarre idea that I could, like, write songs right. again or something, right? Yeah. So I realized on my phone that I have a... That was a very good
0: Oh, okay. I'll tell you about that later. All right.
1: um, I started realizing that I could record it. Yeah. And I um, started recording riffs on my phone. Next thing I know, 20 riffs right. on my phone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I would look at it and go, oh, you know, this will probably get erased when my next phone. <laughs> right. I didn't, didn't have any, I was doing it yeah, just like for, for you. Sometimes for I it. wake up and it would just be a terrible thing that I'd be like, erase it. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. somebody keep, whatever. Yeah. So, Johnny. Mullen was mm-hmm. is a guitar player of Northern Skulls and, and he was in a band called Scrapes with yeah. Walter. Okay. Ironically.
0: Yeah.
1: And I would go see them play because of Walter. Yeah. And uh Johnny was like, What are you doing? Like he was a scratch fan. Yeah. Uh, just because he was around during that time and yeah. he liked the band. He's like, What are you doing? The right. Music, you know? And I'm like, Nothing, man. Right. What do you mean? I'm, you know, forty five or whatever, forty seven. Yeah. And uh he's like, You should play. Why don't you just play? Yeah. And I'm mean, this coinc- coincidentally I'm doing this in my basement yeah. And yeah, yeah. I, you know, and I'm looking at my phone, I'm like, should I send this to Johnny? Like right. like <laughs> is he gonna what is he gonna think if I send him this <laughs> right. stupid bass line? You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like and that's essentially what they in my opinion, right. I'm not gonna start sending around to I knew Johnny and I liked Johnny, but he wasn't a close friend right. and I don't know. I'm not going to send my stupid bass lines to somebody right. that doesn't love me. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Because so, it's so stupid, you know? <laughs> so Johnny just, he's like, he's like, that's pretty good, dude. Yeah. You know? And he started saying that stuff to me. And when somebody gives you any sort of yeah. encouragement, oh, it, makes you want to it do a immediately more. you're like, Oh yeah. really? Like, yeah, yeah. cause I didn't, you know, I, you know, I sort of thought it might be right. good, but I don't yeah. know if somebody else is going to think yeah. of that. Right. Yeah. So as soon as you get any sort of encouragement like that, you're like, Oh, yeah, oh, pushes maybe, you. maybe I'll right. go do a little more and s- yeah. show it to him. Anyway, I sent him like five or seven, these riffs, right? Yeah. Like they were coming more like two part things. And right. Some were just one part or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, you should come to the practice phase. And I would laugh when he'd say it to me. I'm like, fuck no, dude. I'm like, I'm not going to a practice space. <laughs> like, you're insane. I, right. I know all about this crap. I'm like, I don't have any time for right. that. You know, I know. You're going to pitch
0: in via rent and like all that bullshit. That you uh, yeah.
1: I'm like lifting gear and, and, right. and you know, I just was, I'd laugh and go, no way. Yeah. You know, and he kept asking me, kept asking me. And like, right. I think I started messaging we were, we, we became friends on Facebook. Yeah. And uh, he convinced me to go down to space. I go down to, um, um, What's it? Sammy's and uh, he learned all the stuff that I I sent him. So I walk in there, I get my bass on. He's like, we're gonna just mess around or whatever. and He's like, oh yeah, this one. And he starts playing. No drummer, just no drummer, just me and him. And he's like, starts playing the riff. And I'm like. I'm like, you learned that stuff? Did yeah. You? Like, you didn't wait for me to come down and show it to you? <laughs> you know, he's like, no, I like this one. And, yeah. and just his enthusiasm and his yeah. encouragement, I was blown away. Yeah. And immediately had the bug. Yeah. It And was like, okay, I'm going to start a band. Yeah. And we need a drummer and yeah. we need a singer. Right. And that all started. And strangely, it came together. Yeah. Which is, looking back now, it's like such a long shot and such a thing that can never happened yeah
0: it's another one of those like you were saying like four people just come together and happen to just be good happen at or yeah we could have easily sound. gotten together and been terrible too right right, right. but right, I, right. in my
1: opinion uh, you know I like it a lot yeah, like yeah it's way it's just way better than I thought that it, it was going to be yeah, and yeah that's mainly because of Jonah Jonah's an incredible singer yeah um so how did
0: you get you guys to get hooked up with well I, again Facebook like,
1: yeah I'm becoming friendly with these people on Facebook because we have like similar yeah political views and things yeah. like that and right. you know I, I, I've i always been a huge Only Living Witness fan yeah. and Milligram yeah. and Milltown yeah. Um, I didn't know Raw Radar War at all yeah. then but always a huge fan of his thing and I would see him around town but I never like we knew each other right, but we, right. didn't, we weren't buddies and we yeah, didn't yeah. really have even much of a conversation right. until Facebook. And then I would chat with him on yeah. Facebook about music and, and stuff like that because yeah. we're sorta of found ourselves as similar human beings right. in a similar part of life. He's yeah. divorced, I'm divorced, you know, he's 49. Yeah. I think he's a couple years younger than me. Right. Um but just a lot of similar you know, things in common. Yeah. And uh so of course when we're starting to talk about a singer, of course he's the first person right. that I'm thinking of. Yeah. Like I'm like he's the best singer in town. Right. Like
0: in my opinion. Yeah of course. Um and I like him as a, was, like him as a human being, yeah, like, yeah. you know. And you can't get, like, a, a better guy to, nope. you know. There is nobody just, better. Yeah.
1: Our band will not exist yeah. if he's not around. Yeah. You know, there's no replacement for Jonah. Yeah. You know. Right, right. right. <laughs> I don't think there's a replacement for any one of us, to be honest <laughs> with you. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody's going to waste their time yeah. if the other, if there was a breakdown. Right. It would I, end.
0: I think with a lot of these bands now, too, like like your band, uh, Wire Lines and... and, yeah. and just sort of guys that are sort of seasoned and older. Yep. Because you have like other stuff going on in your lives and this and that, you want to make the music as like the best. Because you you have like a it's short a, period. It's of time a waste of time. Yeah. It, yeah. So you don't want to waste time, you want to do something do cool. You don't want yeah. something that you're not.
1: You don't think is good. Yeah. Right. Because why right. do you want to put? You yeah. know what I mean? And it's, right. it's Like even if you think it's good, like you know, if you're in a band, if you're in five bands, right. you start to realize that even though you think it's good, <laughs> right, it doesn't yeah. mean it's good. Yeah. You exactly. know, like it can still suck. Yeah. So I think. So I always, th- you know, when I said to Johnny, like when we were starting the whole thing, I said, Johnny, you know, I'm not going to be in a bad band. Like yeah. We either get these guys to play with us or we don't yeah. be in a band. Yeah. You know, and uh, so what happened was is like we got Mike. Yeah. We got. I think I got Jonah first. I don't know. So I started talking to Jonah, and I I would like sh- we had, first time we really hung out was at this bar in in uh, Inman Square. Okay. Um, Bukowski's. Yeah. Down the street, from yeah. He lives from his right over there. Yeah. yeah, he's like, come to be and drink yeah. beers. And I'm like, okay. And uh, again, you know, we're instantly have a lot in common. And yeah. We had an interesting night that night, and but still, I was like, dude, like, come down to the practice space to yeah. come, to rehearse. Yeah. Come come listen to these songs. Yeah. And I'm not sure if I was sending him shit. I must have sent him shit. Like right. me and Johnny. I'm not sure. Um. And he was blowing me off. Yeah. Like he was like. <laughs> He was like, yeah. He wasn't saying no. Right, right. He was just saying right. he wasn't sure, right, or maybe, right. or yeah. or whatever it was. And that, oh yeah, okay, now I'm remembering. So that night, that was the night that I was like, because I said to him a couple times, I'm like, okay, yeah, we're practicing Thursday night. Why don't you come down? And he would not show up. Yeah. And uh, finally, I was like, y- you want to go to Bukowski's and have a beer? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That sort of. Um, um, allowed us to get you know more acquainted yeah, yeah. with each other. I mean, we're right. probably, again like I've known him for for years, but I never right. really like hung Had out part, with him. Right, right. We did shows with Only Living Witness. Yeah, Scratch did. Um, so everybody knows each other, but everybody's not exactly they don't exactly know each other. Yeah, well. yeah, you know, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, finally he started coming down and like literally, dude. Like, I don't think he's saying a word for for six months. Yeah, I mean. Maybe, maybe a little less just like writing stuff and yeah he'd come in with his notebook and yeah. write shit down and like yeah. comment and rearrange yeah. our songs which was great yeah, yeah. like he would have great constructive criticism right. and he would actually he was great because he would come in with cassettes like yeah. most singers are, you know, they, they don't communicate with, right. <laughs> well with other musicians because yeah, they yeah. don't know how you can right. unless you're a, a player a, right. oh play this yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you can't go eh, eh, you know right. whatever you're trying to mouth it or whatever yeah. but Jonah would come in with cassettes examples of for you to, you know, know what he's talking about. Yeah. Oh, this beat or right. this, you know, progression or whatever, yeah. whatever it was. And I was like, wow, man, like, the kid fucking expresses Doing himself properly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've played with singers before, and it just, as I said, it's, right. like a, it's a shit show trying yeah. to combine, you know? Right. It's basically like, okay, the musicians figure out the musical part of right. it, and then you I'll sing on top of it. Right. Right? Yeah. But he's more was much more... Uh, critical about song arrangements and, and what the riffs were yeah and, you know and so i never doubted anything like yeah. i've not i don't really think i've heard anything that i was like oh that's i don't think i've heard him do anything terrible yeah you know what i mean like right i've always really liked the way he sings his tone mm-hmm. all that stuff so i've never doubted that he wasn't gonna if he's telling me that he's got if this is good or he knows he can sing well on that or whatever it is. I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Do your thing. Yeah. Because it's not gonna be bad if you <laughs> right. let him yeah, do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. He uh so yeah, we the, we're still we're everybody's on the same level, man. It's just really been surprising yeah. that yeah. it even worked out. Like, yeah. could have just been in, over in three months. Right, right. And people just decided that they I don't know, they learned to like each other and yeah, and uh musically it's um it keeps progressing. That's yeah. the interest. That's the the the, uh, the the not boring part about yeah. it. Yeah. Nobody feels that we're gonna like. Okay, so we're doing this. Um, we're trying to write songs for the next release. Yeah. And the songs for the next release are are um, different. Yeah. They're not. It's not the like not the, the, first the same EP. as EP. Yeah. Okay. First EP was more of us trying to write good songs. Yeah. Um. And I said like you know I would come in with riffs that would you know, not complete songs right. that would get built on and become songs. Yeah. Um, and Johnny would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Johnny was better at, uh, or is better at coming in with more complete songs Right. than I am. Um, but we have a much more of a direction now. Like people know we, we, we definitely have a, um, a specific thing that we're going for. Yeah. Um, whether it sounds like that in the end, I'm not right. sure, but yeah, we know yeah. in our heads what yeah. we're thinking on yeah, doing. Yeah. Um, whereas before when we first started, where we were just trying to write good material yeah. that sounded good. You yeah. don't know what right. really, you know, you're just trying to make it cohesive yeah, yeah. in some way. You right. you really have no control over it being, yeah. you know, uncohesive. Yeah, or, yeah, You know, some things right. are just like, cause a lot of those songs are, uh, I like them all. Yeah. Um, but they're just different than what we're doing now. Yeah, nice. It's a different. It's even a different um, approach in the writing of the songs. Yeah. So before, as I said, like you know, Johnny would come in with a, a complete song, or I would come in with a riff. But a lot of the songs now are being based on um, one part. Yeah. And we take it from there. Oh, nice. Um, so it's a very collaborative situation. Yeah. And it's um. It's like the best bowling night that you could hopefully yeah yeah you know what i mean i get to go to this room yeah, and be artistically guy. creative with yeah. three other people and and feed off of them and right and and and, and you know talk to
0: them yeah, and, yeah. You know, those people it's like yeah. it's
1: literally the i leave there sometimes and i'm like yeah whether i've been you know drinking or not like right. um like it's a natural high man it's yeah. amazing I, I think i some. I, I just it just blows it, me away, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm, I never thought that music would ever end up be like this at all. Yeah,
0: and this late in, in your life, too. No, I thought that it was yeah. a different thing. As you said, yeah. everybody
1: was interested in, like, being famous. And, right, right. But now it's about, because you want to...
0: You guys are presenting. You want to play good song. we Because
1: yeah. we love music. Yeah. And we just, like, if we ever never played a gig, it wouldn't matter. Right. We're, if we play, The only thing that matters is what goes on in that practice yeah. space. Um,
0: I've talked we, about that on here before, where, like... That's always been my favorite thing in a band is when no, you're in the room, nobody else. It's don't. you guys. You're working. When I dropped out, when I yeah. dropped
1: out, that was the only thing that I would think about for twenty fucking years. Yeah, was that. Yeah, the like creative processes. Yeah, the 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 because we were Great if someone
0: says, "Oh, you guys are great," but just actually doing that is. Yep. And we were
1: when we were kids too. It was three nights a week. Yeah, like or at least two. Yeah, like yeah. You were in there, so that was it. Was such a more, you know, you're doing it more. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. Music just became weird. Of you know, if you do you get you know like anything, you do it for too long, you get sick of it. you, yeah. you need to break. And, and but music just took on a different a life that I didn't expect. It yeah, to. Like, that's awesome. I never wanted my kid to, to play music. Yeah. Before, like when I first had my child, I'm yeah. like, please do anything but play guitar. He'll become a musician. Yeah. yeah. Like I right. don't want him to have to deal with that yeah. crap. Like I'm not saying it was all terrible. Yeah, yeah. But. He doesn't need that crap, yeah. you yeah. know. Do something better. Yeah. Um, but now,
0: you have something. To... I'm
1: dying for him to play. Yeah. You know, I'm like, play piano, man. <laughs> How like, old is your kid? He's nine now. Yeah. So he's... I'm trying to get him to play piano because, I mean, t- yeah. you know, my opinion, piano is just the foundation of yeah, all, all stuff, yeah. all instruments. And if, yeah. you, if you can start on that, he'll just pick up shit yeah. super easy. Right. Um, but he won't do it. No. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. annoying. Um, but I just you know what it is is I want him to. Uh, um, you know, people end up alone at points in their life. Yeah, You know what I mean? And you need something that you can do yourself yeah. that makes you happy yeah. by yourself. Yeah, You know what I mean? Whether mm-hmm. it's reading a book or fucking playing piano. Yeah. You know Writing, what I mean? You need or, something. Yeah. Yeah, you need and my lead. opinion is, is that music is a great one. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a little better than reading a book. Yeah. It's a little better than yeah. going bowling. Definitely. You know? Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. And you guys uh, do... When I saw you in Providence last year, you did uh "The Girl Who Lives on Heaven Hill." Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah I love you, Skadew. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. guys do any other covers? Not lately, because yeah. we're trying to write these songs. Yeah, so yeah. we're
1: going okay. So I'll divulge a little Northern Skulls information for you. Yeah, uh, we took a little break from playing live because, um, as I said, you know, when you're younger, you get to play three nights a week in yeah. the Doctor space. When you get to be 51, you're practicing yeah. three times a month. Right. Yeah. You try to do one yeah, day a week, right? And one and then falls sometimes through. people have to Yeah. Correct. So. um we really wanted to buckle down and write some more songs because we were. Anytime we play live, we're always worried about writing the set list. Yeah, you put the set list,
0: the flow. You know,
1: and... Shit doesn't get done. Yep. Um, so we took a break and um, put together these new songs. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're supposed to record them in March in March. Chicago with Steve Albini. Oh,
0: awesome.
1: So we're flying out or driving out. And uh, um, yeah, it's going to oh, hopefully. You know, I'm not sure if we're going to leave there with a great recording. Right. But. It's going to be an experience yeah, be of a experience. lifetime. Yeah. I mean, he's like a legend as far as yeah, we're yeah. concerned. Yeah. Um, so you can hire Steve Albini. Yeah, yeah. So if you pay his yeah. daily rates. So yeah, like yeah. His, the studio, if you were to go record at a studio, you could get a regular engineer and pay yeah. a competitive fee. Yeah, yeah. His rate is like, um, I think it's like 900 bucks or something. Yeah. For a day. Yeah. Which is like twice probably what the other right. guys get.
0: still, it's... But it's Steve Helbini yeah, man, and yeah. he did Nirvana and Uro. Right, yeah Jesus Lizard and Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And Kev, uh, Pixies. Kev. And yeah.
1: The list, the, the resume is incredible. Yeah, it's So for us, it's like, you know, we're not going to record a major label. <laughs> we're just, a major label record. We're just trying to go and, well, basically, his drum sound is it. The like, drum like, the drums sound is, is it. Yeah. So we're going there basically to get to basic get tracks on yeah. our recording. We're not even going to be able to afford to finish right. the recording. Yeah. We're going there for two days. Yeah. Uh, to do basic tracks and whatever overdubs we can do, yeah, and then we're gonna come back to Boston and finish the finish overdubs it. and mix it. Nice. So it's gonna be partially Steve Albini, yeah, and whoever else is oh there. L- right. Yeah. So we're right. very excited about that, and that's, that's like awesome. I've, yeah. Um, we're not the best under pressure. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, I think it'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just looking at it like if we leave there and come home and the recording sucks, yeah, and I'm not gonna worry about it.
0: I feel like he is one of those guys too, where he's not like a rock star guy. No, and no, I no, think he, if you showed any kind of that, I don't think he'd be a dick to you. But like, you he? know, you've been around those peop- like people enough that you know you're not gonna be like, oh my god, what was it like? You know, you're you know you're going there yeah. to it work. Well, one and good you're spending money. Is, so one
1: good thing is is I I read there's liner notes on it's either an interview that he did or no i think it's liner notes on one of the big black records yeah or i don't think it's slack it's it's the big black yeah and on the liner notes it's or it's it's a thing yeah i think it's like something like each band member like talks about their uh musical influences. Oh yeah, yeah. And he lists Gang Green. Oh, really? Oh, that's amazing. I saw it and I was like, <laughs> wow, dude, like, so I'm going to go in there and be All like, right. yeah, I played on, you know, Another Wasted Night right.
0: and uh hopefully he'll like me. Yeah, when uh Kevin Grant did this podcast, he talked yeah. about his experience. He with, went there
1: too, yeah. The Hidden. He, the, um what was it? Uh, what's the name of the band? The Hidden. The Hidden. Yeah, yeah. Did Two records, yeah, yeah. So he talked a little about that. Experience. So he's the reason, um, um, Kevin's the reason why we've gotten this in our head because, yeah, Kevin, oh, all right, us. Nice. Kevin told us that he did yeah. that, yeah.
0: And uh, um, and Kevin's done singing with you guys, on, yes, on the yeah, day. yeah. He and, did, he sang um, back up on two or three songs on that yeah, record, yeah. And uh, and he's another one of like just top notch singers that, that we have, in yeah. Boston him and Jonah and have a, and having those have two a together. friendship,
1: and yeah, well, well, that's what Jonah's like. You know, feels much more comfortable when Kevin's around. Yeah. Because he, he, you know, he can pull it off by himself. But yeah. there's just like, you know, he's just more relaxed. because yeah, yeah. He doesn't have to worry about, like, mm-hmm. you know, Kevin can hit some notes for him. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Kevin's probably, I mean been well, a few I'm not, I'm not sure if he's going to play with us this round. I'm i have no idea. Yeah. Well, our set's going to be a little bit different and I'm not sure all those songs are going to make it into the set this time. But, yeah. Um the first show I, I
0: guess think there was a show in April. Or? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. just booked a show with, with the them, um FUSE and the, oh, guy, F, oh, yeah, FUs oh, the FUs and this yeah. guy from Crow does a new band, yeah, yeah.
1: band called um End of Hope and we're yep. playing at O'Brien's on April 17th. Yeah. Um and st- theoretically that is a show that we're going to be playing um a lot of new material the new
0: stuff awesome
1: yeah or whatever jonas finishes up like yeah um we're in the middle of them right yeah. now so what 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 becomes of it is yeah. still a mystery but yeah i think it is going to be good i mean i like some of the songs are, are, are definitely like matured yeah you know like yeah i look forward playing to together a little longer yeah <laughs> it always helps um but as I said it's different. It's yeah. like, uh, I'm not sure it's going to be as, um, like, there's a couple kind of poppy songs on that on the EP. Yeah,
0: like, yeah. is uh, D-E. pretty poppy. Oh, yeah. Very and
1: even Earth, art these, you know, a little poppy? Yeah. A little bit, you know? Yeah. It's an element of, but I don't that think
0: that. hook gets stuck in my head sometimes for like a whole day. Dude, that
1: song, <laughs> are, the music um, to that song was caught in my head for like 22 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it was this riff that, that we were playing in scratch right at the end of the oh, band, right. and dun, it was dun, the thing that I had come up with, yeah. and it, it's it, the the notes and the two parts just they, it's just all it was one of those songs that goes together like in one second, yeah, yeah. Like you're like, oh, this is yeah. this part, and then you're like, oh, that's the other part, yeah, yeah, and they're perfect, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like we played it in scratch for a little while and it wasn't bad. we just hadn't had it together. Right. And then it was completely different. Vocally. Yeah. Uh, Wait, di- entirely different. Yeah, like different part, part. Just, but the basic nature of it was there. Yeah. Um, or maybe just the verse. Right. In the, in the I don't know. Yeah. So, um stuck in my head. Couldn't get rid yeah. of <laughs> it. I was the first thing I would play like every night. Like, yeah. That whole, um, that chorus part. Yeah. So, it, yeah. And it was the first thing that I played with those guys, yeah. and strangely, it was one of the first songs that Joan was like, "Yeah, he's like that's, you know, that's definitely one of them." Yeah, nice. Right. And yeah. he had this whole thing about, you know, sort of a misfits. Um, yeah, yeah. Or a, correlation, he, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a little misfit song that he loves. That's about like, is it last caress? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. About you know just how it's like a pop song. Right. With, right. With you know terrible terrible lyrics lyrics. (laughs) evil you know right sinister theme. um but yeah he he gets really into um you know to be honest with you i think that he's um stresses too much about lyrics and and really wants to get his part good and right and all that stuff and you know how do you fault a person for that you know um but sometimes rock and roll is you know might be a you know, something's happened very quickly, like yeah, yeah. And naturally, and right. they shouldn't be stressed over. Yeah, yeah, and you shouldn't have to worry about yeah, put but he's, too much. Right. He's super. Wor- you know, he really wants to make. You know, he really wants people to know that he's you know a uh, smart guy, and he yeah, doesn't yeah. want to write stupid lyrics and, yeah. and that sort of stuff. So I appreciate that. Yeah, you know what I mean, I don't want again. Like I don't want to be in a band with people that I don't. Right
0: respect you know what with, i mean yeah, yeah, yeah like i don't, don't want to write shitty music yeah yeah you know course. i want to do
1: something that like you know at least my kid like i understand that after i'm dead few will care right but my son yeah. you know i don't want my son to put on my records and say <laughs> like, wow dad wasn't
0: that good <laughs> right you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's very possible yeah. it still happen <laughs> uh, on that note we will wind down uh, if the, the other thing i was going to say if someone uh the other part of the Northern Skulls is if you order, can you still order the record? Absolutely, yeah, and yeah. So it. we so you have
1: to basically work a little bit, uh, um, you we get don't it. exactly have a label where right, it's right. self-released. Uh, yeah. So the best way to get the record would be to, to message our Facebook page. Yeah. But it's also available in record stores. Yeah. It's just more money. The yeah. cheapest way to get it is for, um, damn, is it 10 bucks or something? Yeah. It's like 10 bucks plus postage if yeah. you order it through the... the, the uh, northern skulls facebook page and is jonas still else, doing
0: the uh the hand painted uh yeah, yeah he
1: really like you know therapy you know like yeah just, awesome. he took a you know found another outlet for yeah. all. you know it's it's awesome yeah I, you know he really put his heart into that which is was was cool yeah um so yeah we just want to um I don't know, we're thinking about maybe having letting somebody else put out the record yeah, next nice. time because it it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um
1: and uh you know, people aren't making millions of dollars right. if you hold on. You know, it's it's nice to be able to own your records and yeah, not definitely. give them to a guy for a right. shake in nineteen eighty six or eighty five or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. Um it's nice to own your material yeah, and all of that course. stuff. But uh you know, yeah, it wouldn't I don't think it would hurt at all if somebody else put out a record. you yeah. would probably get a little more exposure. Yeah. And it and gives
0: you guys more just time to concentrate on just the music. Absolutely, I always hated doing the booking and all that shit. Oh, it sucks! Yeah, yeah. Taught. I mean, like,
1: again, yeah. we're like nobody wants to like. We would never get a you know a booking agent. Right, because right. We can't fulfill their.
0: Right, you're not gonna. They're never gonna.
1: We don't want to go on the road. Right, right. want to? You know, we don't right. even want to play. You know, more than a few <laughs> times. Right, right. So um, yeah, nobody would take us on. So it's just yeah. a matter. Of, all it is is where to, you know somebody calls me up or calls yeah, Jonah yeah. up and says hey you want to play on the really show and we true, go yeah. okay yeah that sounds good i think everybody can make it yeah and that's the end of it you right. know we don't even talk about money which is you right know, yeah we, nobody talks that's about the money. last thing you're thinking of and yeah. we've always we've always been treated very fairly too like yeah you know most of as i said every almost every show that we've done has been a friend yeah. or a uh, you know um fellow musician in town that's wanted us to play on their show or yeah or whatever and, and great know, lineups too yeah, I mean that's all. It's all we really want to do. Yeah, we just want to play on bills with our friends. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, when I saw though. care about anything else. Yeah, and uh, everybody seems to give us a little bit more money than we expect. Yeah, that's good. You yeah. know what I mean. So that's good. Yeah, I mean not like it's a lot of money right but it's right. just not 50 bucks right, which right is nice yeah when you get at least a yeah. hundred bucks or right 200 bucks to play an opening slot yeah exactly. it makes people happy that you're yeah. at least appreciated yeah you know yeah might not equate to cash money in your pocket <laughs> right, right yeah <laughs> but you're but appreciated that's yeah, it's another just little yeah. bonus to that. well you don't want to like be whoring yourself around either like right um We haven't done poorly. Like the shows that we've done, we seem to have like a little bit of a thing. Yeah, like people show up to see us. Yeah, Um, we don't fill the room. Right, um, we get a little thing going for sure. And a couple of the shows, you know, like I was a little worried about playing early, and but people show up, and it's been good. Yeah, I
0: saw you guys with the Moving Targets and uh, Proletariat, the Providence one. Providence, yeah, yeah, that was great.
1: Yeah, that was a good one for us, for sure. We love those two shows. We love those two bands. Yeah. Um, know, we right? just thought that those were perfect.
0: Yeah. Moving Target's one of my favorite bands of yeah, all time. Burning Waterman, right? Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: Again, that's one of those records like Land of the Lost that just yeah, changed yeah. my yeah. perspective on... Oh, yeah. That record, Whew, yeah. so underrated. Too. Oh, I know. It really didn't get the attention it deserved. Yeah, no. yeah. The I bass think... player and drummer are so yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, Kenny's,
0: Kenny's great, but those yeah. guys are... Pat you know? Brady and uh, Pat Leonard are on that. Yeah, play. wow.
1: And then Chuck really, on the other. Um, they really, you know, I saw another great um, show with those two guys playing with the Freeze. Oh, really? It was at the Rat, and yeah. it was the two ber- the two Pats. Yeah. Bill Close. Yeah. I don't know if there was another guitar player, but yeah. anyway, yeah, yeah. It was one of the best Freeze shows I've ever seen. Nice. like because they're so good. Yeah, you those kids, I mean?
0: those kids, so. Moving Targets have been one of my favorite bands mm-hmm. since the first time I heard that record. That really makes me and feel good because
1: not many people say. Yeah, that, no, I mean? I, that rec- that first record is like so good, very dude. dear
0: to me, and just so like good. it just gives, still gives me goosebumps. And yep, Kenny's had his his problems over the years with lineups and this and that. And yeah, yeah. The the one and, and I love the one with Chuck. I like the had, second you know, one, too, yeah. And I then, think uh, Chuck did a great yeah, job. Yeah, yeah.
1: I saw when we played those shows with them. I, I had to, because I, I never really got a chance to talk to those guys, yeah. you know, back in the day. Yeah. But Chuck...
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, he played the did, night before, the one show, yeah. Ones yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. I was bummed they couldn't make that yep. one.
1: And he played guitar, and he's yeah. just an awesome musician. Yeah. Um, but um, I was very happy to be able to tell Chuck that I just thought that he was like, you know, when you replace a guy like Pat Leonard, Right, yeah. It's not that easy to, yeah. to do. Yeah. I think Chuck was like almost... Some people wouldn't even. He's notice. very humble.
0: Anytime I'm like that, you get, you know, he's like, ah, yeah. oh, no, he sucked. I'm like, no, no he you know, didn't, yeah. I mean, I. Chuck oh. was really good. Yeah, really I mean, good. burning in water is. Yeah. is, is he pretty
1: is, much was almost as good as Palander. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, like, yeah. Palander, Le- was just. Push it over the head, yeah, the yeah, he had some really, inc- you know, but yeah. Chuck was he couldn't have. Replace the guy with anybody else, yeah. like that. Yeah. But Chuck was, I guess, in the band before. On yeah, tar. yeah, yeah. So he was sort of, the, yeah, you know, he really. I, one thing he said to me was that he really wished that he had gotten to play on uh, mm. Burning Water. But yeah, he didn't. right.
0: But the but my point was going to be that the two kids he has now, those two Canadian kids, are they're fucking they're great. Very good, yeah, yeah. They're they're they pull it off. They yeah. really pull it off. Yeah.
1: Whereas it's a hard again. Those yeah, hard guys to replace, and he he tried to do it in the, you know. 90s, right? And it was a couple wasn't. times, yeah. and I don't yeah. think it was great. Yeah, the um,
0: first time I saw them, I think the bassist was running around <laughs> too much, and I was like, Yeah, like, like stupid things, with, like, yeah, that yeah. will annoy people, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but the fact that like, he mean, was playing, but, it's, and it's, but yeah, and yeah and that's yeah. that was
1: cool, and, and he, he was psyched he, you to be not, you can't fault him right. for it, you know, he's yeah. he just trying to do his thing, yeah, yeah. just you know, but those guys are just too. Yeah. For the time, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, in the 80s, you just didn't have guys that played that well yeah. like that, in the, in yeah. the, especially in the punk rock yeah. thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, thanks for uh, coming you can down edit it down. Yeah. I didn't even talk about half the stories that I could talk to you. About. I know, right? <laughs> I know we talked a lot about it earlier, too. Yeah. You were talking, actually, uh, one of the things that I was hoping we would get on here, because you were talking about it before, was uh, your the approach to pay, playing bass. You played with mm. f- your fingers. Yes. Which wasn't. Something that you saw in no, punk and hardcore, right? So you know, I, um,
1: I really got better at playing just because I played with people and over time. So, yeah, I, in my opinion, like I didn't really think that I learned how to play until like nineteen eighty seven, yeah, eighty eight, maybe even like when I was like comfortable with myself. Yeah, um, yeah, I learned as I went. Like, yeah. just got people. Gave me, we nice to good people around you, and too that's amazing, right? On, yeah. Like, and like today, like I remember there was a point in the '90s um, where I knew, because like, I would jam with some of the people. I would jam with Boston's guys occasionally, yeah, and um, just fucking around, yeah. But I could get in a room with. I, I had the confidence that I. I remember th- it just entering my head one day that I had the the confidence. I, I knew that I could go into a room with anybody, yeah. And hold my own. Yeah,
0: like, that's good.
1: You want to go in like I'm like that was. I'm not saying I could. Right, right. But that's what I thought. Yeah, you felt. Yeah, yeah. So I would just. Yeah, if you have that, though, that's that was one part. Of, that was part than, of my thing. That was yeah. why I was able to su- succeed. Right, right. Um, was that? Yeah, I had the motivation, and in my mind, yeah, had the yeah. confidence to do, right, it, which yeah. is not, you know, yeah. I know that's part of it. Yeah, entirely because I just wasn't a natural. Awesome player right off the bat. Right. But I know if I play yeah. now, I can pull it off. Yeah, now you have and, that, that feeling. Yeah, back. and I think I'm a decent bass player. I don't think I'm Definitely. a great bass player, but I think I'm a adequate, serviceable player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what's important to me. That's what I want to be. Yeah. Huh. If you know how to play with a kick foot <laughs> and, you, and, and you listen, and yeah. you know what I mean? like, yeah. um, And I probably practice more now than I ever did in my life. Good. You know, which is very strange. Yeah. You know, but I love like. Just my ba like maybe it's because I, I I live alone most of the time, so I've bases around, and I, yeah. they're out of the case, and yeah. so I'll just walk by and pick it up, right, right. You know, but I didn't do that before. Like yeah, it would bases would always be in their cases, and yeah. So I, I think that I play way more than I used to. Yeah, and I right. think I'm better now than I was when I was yeah. 25. Awesome. I think. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, tr- we. Well, I'm glad you're
0: playing music again, man. So well, thank it's, you. It's good yeah. to, I mean, it's
1: it. like a. As I said, it's like a therapeutic. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's amazing,
0: awesome, it's amazing. Well, thanks uh, for again for coming down here and doing this. This was awesome. Yes. and uh, anytime you, you want to come again, we'll fucking thanks shoot you the shit about me. anything, man. It's fucking great. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, music is awesome. Yeah.